0: all right
1: good morning good afternoon good evening wherever the hell you happen to be out there on the globe this evening coming to you direct from the brewery overlook it's episode 90 of tavern talk and thinking outside the box all the selections in the u.s have been made you know and after all thinking outside outside the box is pretty much a normal thing for me i really don't even know where the fucking box is anymore you I'm know, sure you trip over it once in a while. Once in a while, and then I kick it, and the cat jumps in it and plays with it. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you always got to get shit done, so you always got to think about side box if you're trying to get shit done. This show was supposed to happen last week uh, during the election, and uh, there's a lot of stuff in here that is from that time, but uh, what the hell. As it goes, the show had to be postponed. Life gets in the fucking way, and you got to do other shit. You know, here at the the Tavern, we're only minorly impacted by the U.S. selections. And aside from our own issues, we have tons of those up here in the Great White North. And if you learn one thing from these selections, it is definitely you need to prepare now. And Arizona is truly fucked over. They used to be a red state. I guess they're blue now. It's time for them to bite the pillow. (laughs) And since it's election day in the US, uh, well, this is all a ramble, blah, 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 you know, pretty limited on how they think, but the rule rulers have already thought about how to steal the election. What's really funny is I was predicting last week, this is the stuff I wrote last week before the show. I was predicting this was going to happen. Um, that these places were going to go blue because I just felt like they stole the 2020 election with no problem. Fuck this one. Here's a midterm. Nobody's really going to care. They're going to steal it blind. And they did. There's been all kinds of shit that's been shown all over the internet that shows the ballot dumps, getting these uh, Democrats elected. It's like, Oh my God, they're losing quick. Dump a shitload of ballots. Oh good. They're ahead again. Oh, they're starting to lose again. Oh, dump no more ballots. They're ahead again. And taking five days, to count the ballots in a state, fuck they don't even take that long in 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 you know, third world uh um not republics third world um countries d- in third world countries that are uh, not uh, i'm trying to think of the word um um d- 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 dictatorships in third world dictatorships they don't even take that long to count the ballots <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just insane it's been downright insane. Well, after all, though, it's not all doom and gloom. I did discover something cool here this evening while I was sitting there waiting for the music to play. I just realized yep. I think I might have to change rums. Because oh, my, my Florida Cana rum seems to be a woke rum. I never oh. noticed this on this label before. They are carbon neutral certified rum. They are 100% renewable energy for their distillery process. You know, I can get behind that, sort of. Mm-hmm. But it seems every time I drink the rum, they plant trees. They've had. 50,000 trees planted annually since 2005.
2: Man, stop with the trees. We need the meadows. Oh,
1: yes. (laughs) We we need the... the, Well, trees are sucking down the CO2. We're going to be nothing but a planet full of oxygen, man, if we get rid of all the CO2. And humans need CO2 too. Yeah, we do. Oh, well. But after all, it's not all doom and gloom. I suggest that you...
2: Come on in, out of the dark, settle down by the fire, have a drink, and fall down some rabbit holes with and us. And
1: we've got some rabbit holes tonight. Lots and lots of rabbit holes, but because I've collected a crap load of funny videos, let's start with those. Because they are always just so entertaining and fun.
3: They are the best. Here you go. Americans
1: voting today.
3: Why did these videos still exist on YouTube? Oh, wait a sec. Okay.
1: We need audio.
4: In 2016, America entered a time of darkness. We elected an orange man who was literally Hitler, and the entire country suffered under his rule. But then, America was saved. Embraced by the loving arms of our new president, Joe Biden. Biden has brought back kindness and decorum.
5: Liar, man. Uh, look, uh, look. Here's the deal. No, I wish you were in high school. I could take him behind the gym.
4: <laughs> right, Biden is a voice of clarity.
5: America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was gonna put him uh, foot, foot. <laughs> a voice <laughs>
4: of reason. He is the smartest man I know.
5: They're gonna put you all back in chains.
4: And he's good with numbers.
5: Let me start off with two words. Made in
4: America. Seven hundred billion and a trillion three hundred million billion dollars. Under his leadership, the Biden administration has brought us safety. It has brought us economic prosperity. It has empowered the next generation. And now, you have the chance to make sure it continues for another two years. This election day, vote for whoever the Biden administration is asking you to vote for. They know what's best. Together, we will ensure things will continue to go the way they've been going forever and ever. I'm Joe Biden and I approve this, this, uh, wait, wait, who? You know the thing. Thanks, rent.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
4: That's so ex- Gotta love
1: to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we have flying pizza
3: delivery for everybody. Huh? Well, oh, good. The video's still there. We don't need the audio. Pizza. Oh my,
1: oh my God! Who ate the pizza? <laughs> no
5: way! Oh my God! Who ate the pizza?
1: <laughs> snatched- That's awesome! Sniggle <laughs> snatched the whole pizza and flew away. <laughs> and we have a little panda action. Oh fuck! It's gone. All right. Do I have that one? Did I save that one? Please let me save that one
2: or oh, what the panda did to upset people. And, uh, people
1: erase shit for no apparent reason. That one there was just, you know, a panda rolling down a ditch. And it's like, I, got, I was hoping to make comments about, you know, how the hell could a panda even survive in
3: the wild? They don't even run. They just roll. <laughs> Pandas are really stupid. <laughs> yes, they are. All right. Boys being boys. Figure out what he's doing. Peeing? <laughs> he was peeing on it. His buddy
1: has the remote <laughs> control in his hand.
2: So he's peeing on it, and then the other kid gets cranky. <laughs> the
1: other kid makes it jump up into him.
3: <laughs> hello boys. There we go. Here's a badass Canadian goose. <laughs> yeah, this seems about right. <laughs>
2: Don't fuck with the geese, man. They're vicious little fuckers.
1: (laughs) I just loved it because a single Canadian goose, those those cows can fucking trample a thing. And they just, like, wait, what? What the
3: fuck? (laughs) You're not moving. Uh, And here's someone with assages. With assages? No. Oh, it's the elephant. Pushes a tree down. Because why not?
2: And oh that <laughs> actually makes sense. It yes.
3: <laughs> and then every parent knows this look. You don't even need audio for it. No. <laughs> look of come on just listen to me (laughs) and and they're like i'm innocent man i'm I'm really innocent i swear to god i didn't do anything (laughs) (laughs) get back in the corner i'm busy chewing out your brother (laughs) (laughs) and then finally we have this is just fucking funny (laughs) <laughs> oh the last she catch the last piece
2: <laughs> yep he shoved it in her mouth
1: <laughs> all right that was just funny no it's fucked up but funny man <laughs> yep i'm gonna have to hunt down more fucked up but funny videos because i see a lot of fucked up but funny ones we'll have to create a whole new section just fucked up but funny
2: uh sean was watching something and there is this short clip of a mama monkey and the baby was trying to walk away and the the mama just kept grabbing the tail and tugging it back
1: Hmm. (laughs) all right we're going to cover out my pictures that i've collected too before we move on to other fun stuff here we go I don't give a fuck what happens to Andy Vaxxers, former Democrat congressional candidate who criticized Andy Vaxxers dies unexpectedly after bragging about vaccination status on social media. Hmm. So sad. (laughs) Karma. I love this one.
2: Oh, yeah. It contains back legs only. (laughs) Back legs
1: only for chicken
3: drumsticks. I'm thinking back legs only. Hmm. I want a chicken with four legs. Someone said Montana looks just like Joe Biden sniffing Idaho, and you can't unsee it. Oh, my gosh. No,
2: you can't. You can't unsee that.
1: Once you you see it, you cannot unsee it anymore. (laughs) Every time I see a map now, that's what I'm going to see, because those are the actual borders between Idaho and Montana.
3: If you're confused about gender, try milking a bull. You'll learn real quick. (laughs) Oh, this is a California video. California.
1: Wow, it's state. gotten
2: worse since last time we looked at a video riding through it.
1: Oh, yeah. It, every time I see a newer video, it's worse than it was before. It just keeps getting worse and worse
3: and worse. Yeah, they're getting it's, getting, it's getting worse than the Great Depression when they had Hoover camps.
1: Smashing capitalism with a $9 Starbucks, $140 Ray Bans, and a $1,300 Mac- MacBook. That's smashing <laughs>
3: capitalism. Yep.
1: I don't even think they understand the word irony. I really don't.
2: No,
3: I don't think so. Because whenever I see something like this, I'm like, oh God, really? Oh, we've already seen that one. Sell your mobile. Here's some here's some interesting statistics over
1: the last hundred years. Um, thing events that happened and and pandemics or pandemics or sudden sickness that occurred at the same time. Take with it, take it for what you like. In nineteen eighteen, the first ever flu pandemic. Okay. And cellular mobile networks were being invented in nineteen eighteen. The 1G network was tested in 1972, released in 79, 79 to 80, a London flu pandemic. 2G network released in 1991, 1991 to 2000, norovirus and foodborne Ill- Ill- illness or foodborne disease viruses. 3G network released in 2001, late 2001 to 2003, the SARS pandemic, which was really funny. It was a worse pandemic than so, the so-called COVID pandemic, but yet... Yeah, but we had SARS drinks that we could purchase. Hmm. The 4G network was released in 2009. In 2009, we had the N1H1 pandemic. The 5G network is widespread released in 2019. In 2019 to 2020, the COVID-19 pandemic.
3: Hmm.
1: That is interesting. You know, there's no such thing as coincidence. Not six times. Every piece is a piece for a reason. Take it for what it's worth. What you get out of it. Here's a nice and interesting video. The 10 companies that control nearly everything we eat and drink. And it's provable. Everything is controlled by Nestle, PepsiCo, General Mills, Kellogg's, Associated Br- British Foods, Mandela's, Mars, Danone, Unilever, Coke, and they control all the sub-brands you think are individual companies. <laughs> that isn't I've never
2: inter- heard of Mars.
1: Uh, Mars Bars. Mars chocolate bars, M&M's. Oh, really? Yeah. The parent company is Mars. M&M Mars. It used to be M&M Mars, and then it became Mars. Okay. <clears throat> so, yeah. I remember them when I was a kid. They used to be separate companies when I was younger. Like all these things that Coco used to be separate. All these companies were separate companies all the way up until the mid-80s when they started consolidating them. And everything was made much better, slightly healthier for you. It wasn't healthy, healthy, but it
3: was... Better than it is now. Somewhere out there, an OSHA manual just spontaneously combusted.
1: Occupational it, what, state. What
2: is that they're standing on? Is that like a, a
1: cement a, thing? No, it's a, it's a hay bale. It's those, hay bale. It's, those, it's those rolled up hay bales that they feed the cows in the winter. Oh, okay. And it's lifted up by a hay bale truck. And they're fixing electrical systems. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> hey, man, if it works, it works. <laughs> well, yeah, these are farmers, man. They're like, fuck this. I don't have time for all this bullshit. Let's get this shit done. Be on our way. <clears throat> these are the things that have occurred since the injection has, a, has been brought and crammed down everyone's throats. And I'm not going to go through them all. I'm just going to pick a couple. 279% spike increase in miscarriages. That
2: I've been hearing a lot about in females
1: that per, I know. Yeah, 350% spike in male infertility. 664% spike in malignant neoplasms. 680% spike in multiple sclerosis. 437 spike in ovarian dysfunction. Female infertility. Myocardial infarction.
3: And, the list and migraines. On. And migraines and the list goes on. Yeah. Finally, my bills are washed,
1: laundry is paid, clothes and baking, and dinner is in the dryer. I got this.
3: (laughs) Sounds like me. (laughs) Here we go. Don't use Google, man. Your file may
1: violate Google's terms of service. The file was Kanye Champs removed video MP4. Contains content that may violate Google Drive's hate
3: speech. And it was, a, it was a video about Kanye Champs or something. It was about Kanye, Kanye West.
1: This is how stupid <laughs> people have become in the West. Or a bad testament to how many fucking lawyers out there have nothing better to do.
2: Open box before eating pizza. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh.
1: It's like, OK, we really hit the bottom here when they got to put a label <laughs> on a box to tell you to open it before you eat the pizza. Wow. Hiker lost for 24 hours, ignored rescuers calls because they didn't recognize the number.
3: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Really? Yes, really. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it really happened. Fact checkers citing their opinion as fact.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like that one.
2: Oh, I like it. That should it's be, awesome. That should
1: be an emoji you can choose for your text messages. Here's what I think of you, buddy.
3: You're good.
1: <laughs> All right. Here's a woman that is in the fit guides to help you find your super fit.
2: That's got to be fake.
3: Maybe.
1: Maybe not. It's
3: got to be fake. It's hard to say, man.
1: Oh, this is just a video on how to make
3: uh, pictures with uh, how they do the pictures. We've done that one, I think. Oh, yes. This is pretty true,
1: actually. This is what the deer would say. I think they have a pretty good chance this season. The average hunter is getting older, and millennials think meat comes from stores. (laughs) <laughs> McDonald's french fries contains 17 ingredients
3: including silica colomulate dextrose, potassium iodide. That's Isn't um
2: isn't there also cellulose in, in there too or something? Uh,
3: let's see here, vegetable
1: source, dextrose, sodium acid, pyrophosphate to keep the color, citric acid. That metal figure of solidly soaking anti foaming agent, cooked in vegetable oil, soybean hydronated, I don't know. I can't pronounce half those words in there.
2: No, I can't either, but I thought cellulose was one of the things in there, and that's actually a... Uh, these, uh,
1: these are the new definitions of the left. War is a fucking retard getting uh, an Oscar. Health is sticking your head in a bag. Beauty is a man winning a beauty contest. Science is a piece of plastic hanging between chairs in a room. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the sad truth of it. It's the sad truth of the redefinition of words. Yeah. And here we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> gong gong, Pikachu foreskins.
2: <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be able to look at that the same again. <laughs> Oh, my gosh.
1: Fuck around with a Gen X and find out. This was in a Millennials post. I don't mess around with anyone over 42. They're built different. Their families have had them formally trained in something by the time they were two. They had keys to the house by age five, could cook full meals at seven, were pretty much self-sufficient at nine. They left their house at dawn every summer morning and didn't come back till nightfall, survived all day on water from garden hoses, they might get a sandwich off, uh, on the off chance somebody's parents had went shopping. They spent three quarters of their lives by themselves with a parent may be checking in on them twice a month. Most of them have evaded at least one kidnapping attempt, and they know 15 different ways to remove blood stains from clothing. They're the real fuck around and find out people. That, that applies to uh, <laughs> late, uh, the, the last five years of the boomers, too.
2: Well, it also applies to All the of, early millennials, it, like people my age just yeah, how we survive,
1: too. It applies to the early millennials. This applies to the last five years of the, uh, of the boomer, last five to 10 years of the boomers, and it applies to the first five to 10 years of the uh, of the uh, uh, millennials.
2: So it should actually be like 35 and up.
3: Mm-hmm. About that, 35 to, uh, <laughs> 35 to about 70. Mm-hmm. And yeah, volume for this.
2: Oh, I remember this one. You brought this one before. Oh, it's yeah. totally. It, it's got to be a, a falsified one, but it's, it's done great.
1: We're not gonna bother. Here's one for all you women. This was an actual ad back in like 30s or something, maybe 40s or 50s. Keep your mimsy clean. A daily wars with new Lux Kebab soap for women will freshen up your flaps and stop it stinking like an old kipper.
2: You know what's funny? All that went through my head when I saw Keep Your Mimsy Clean was The Last Mimsy, uh, uh, a movie about a rabbit that the kids used to obsess over.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, it took you a while then. All right. Oh, this was an October thing. UN predicts disaster of global warming not checked back in 1989. (laughs) <laughs> A senior UN environmental says entire nations could be wiped off the face of the earth by rising sea levels if global warming trend is not reversed by the year 2000. Hmm. I think they blew that timeline.
2: We're in 22
3: now. Yes, I know. Still going good. Oh, there you go. Fresh beef. <laughs> I have no words for it. It just broke my brain. <laughs> Oh, uh, this is an old one here. This is why
1: people's prices are growing up at the uh, restaurants and other places. In January 21, the flour they needed was $1,219. In January 2022, it was ni- uh, 1997 In July of 2022, it was 2888 and so on and so forth.
3: Everything has gone up that much in just over a year and a half. Mm-hmm. It's not a pandemic. <laughs> it's an
1: IQ test. <laughs> And most people are failing miserably. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's. What have the ha-
2: fuck is that?
1: <laughs> McDonald's adult happy meals. <laughs> In October this year, man.
2: They're giving out hap- happy butt plugs for the kids meal? No, this is the adult
1: happy meal. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea.
2: It looks like a happy butt plug. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: well, it's
3: exactly what it looks like. Whoa, that's so cool.
0: Yeah.
3: That would actually be kind of cool. Oh, here you go. Girls are like parking spots. All the good ones are taken. So every once in a while,
1: when no one's looking, you got to stick it in a disabled (laughs) one. Jesus, no. (laughs) Uh, I like this. This is for the uh, millennials and below testing did you know that every tire comes with a pre-built GPS chip so that you can be located on 5G networks. If you don't want to be followed, you have to cut off the little antenna that sticks out.
2: I wonder if anybody's actually done that.
1: Oh, I'm sure there's been a few. Here you go. Mushrooms and eggs. (laughs) Somebody somebody was really bored with their mushrooms and making their eggs one
2: morning. Where the fuck do you find this stuff,
1: man? Like I said, I I collect a lot. of. I follow a lot of twisted people on the Internet.
2: Apparently. Although that, that is a beautiful uh, scientific diagram. Yes, it is.
1: Why did God make man before woman? Because he didn't want any advice on how to do it. <laughs> Here you go. Here's mechanics tool set. Absolutely. Small ratchet, please come loose. Larger ratchet, hope it comes loose. Breaker bar, I wasn't asking. Grinder, you should have listened. Blowtorch, it can't be tight if it's a liquid.
2: Yes, agreed.
1: (laughs) All right. In 1892, the Princess of Liechtenstein got so so upset at a countess for criticizing her flower arrangements at a party that she challenged her to a sword duel. They fought topless. Damn, we should bring back topless duels for women. Actually, pretty freaking cool. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> well. They would be so well attended. <laughs> they would.
3: <laughs> uh what's this? I don't recognize this one. I don't remember. I got it for a reason.
1: Oh, it's it's covering all the stupid stupid crap that was done.
2: I remember the bubble ones.
1: Yeah.
6: Well, it hasn't been your day.
1: It's, all just, it's just videos, but these are all the things they made everyone do. And then of course the healthcare workers and their choreographed videos, and just yep. this goes along the lines of the amnesty thing we talked about last show. It's like, no, no amnesty for the motherfuckers until there's some real fucking
3: contrition on it. Need some real contrition. <clears throat> Found in a French newspaper. (laughs) Oh my goodness. The American women drawn a new flag. (laughs) Life without oil. This is what everyone doesn't get when they want to get rid of oil.
1: Medicine. Most of it's gone. All of their cosmetics.
3: Virtually every plastic until they're replaced with something like hemp. All synthetic rubbers, almost
1: all cleaning products, and those beautiful, mostly smooth roads you drive on.
3: That's just a touch of what is produced with oil, along with most of your energy.
2: You know what they should do? What's that? They should choose one city to go completely oil-free and show what happens when that one city goes completely oil-free. I mean, we're basically doing that in California, I think, but they're not quite there yet.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, hopefully they do something like that and people truly wake up to it. There you go. Some women have penises. If you won't sleep with them, you're transphobic. Fuck off.
2: That just, it really bothers me. It's like yeah. lesbian women are essentially being raped regularly now because otherwise they're going to be out as a transphobe. Mm-hmm. It, it really bothers me.
1: Well, they're trying to make men sleep with them too, so.
3: Yep. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Yeah, this is just for the OCD people. See if you can figure it out. <laughs> That's awesome. Here you go, another one. Everything made from oil. Show
1: me something in the, in this list that you do not use. That's
2: Umbrellas? Okay. <laughs> it's the only thing I see here that I don't use. You
1: know, you've never used an umbrella? All right, I should no, I should, I, don't re- like I, should them. I should rephrase the question you've had to use an umbrella at least once in your life.
2: But so I I get your point. There's nothing there that people don't use. Everything there is needed.
1: Here you go. Here's an old ad. This one just made me howl when I saw it. Now you can have fur around it. Tired of groping under the darkened dashboard, trying to find that elusive ignition lock. With this genuine mink mink keyhole cover, you can find it in a flash every time. Made from the same precious skins used in $5,000 fur coats. It's sure to dress up the interior of any car. Installs in seconds. No tools required. Rush out the money. And, Only $1 cash. And what I saw with this, or when I saw it, was <laughs> as a mechanic, we used to have a saying in the shop when someone had troubles getting something in the hole. Oh, yeah. Put a little hair around it. You'll find
3: it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's that's, a, that's what made me howl about
1: it. Oh, uh, we don't need that. Oh, we're not gonna play that one. We played that last time. We'll play it another time. I gotta keep that. I gotta keep that one on hold though.
2: I remember you bringing that that one, the Miss Pageant suit. Yep.
1: There you go. This. Was a standard staple when I was uh, a boy about this age. And shout out to the adult sitting on the porch who watched this entire scenario unfold, and he just sat there.
2: Yeah, well, you know, let the kids do it. You're right there. If anything goes wrong, you can rush into the hospital.
1: (laughs) I do love the fact that all the boys are laying down for him to jump over, and all the girls are sitting up admiring his (laughs) bravery. Yep. It's like, yeah, that's pretty much how it used to be once upon a time. The girls would encourage boys to do stupid shit and the boys would do stupid shit and have fun (laughs) doing it. And the girls would probably go off and laugh at
3: them later.
2: Wait, what was that?
3: This favorite genre of sculptures. You know it would be extremely fucked up to see in the woods at night? (laughs) That's kind of cool though. Mm -hmm. It's a reindeer centaur. It's really beautiful. Oh my god!
1: (laughs) Put this on your pickle jar for everyone. It'll keep. I
2: think I just might
1: (laughs) go print it up. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle dicks. (laughs) Your pickle-loving kid would still eat them.
2: Oh yeah, she'd probably get even more enjoyment out of it.
1: (laughs) The purchasing value of a dollar since 1900 and what it is worth now. In 1900, you could get, you know, $25
3: worth. Now you can barely get $5 worth. Yeah. All right. Oh, we saw that. We played that. All right.
1: That's all the videos. I think I'm finally caught up on all those. Finally. Now I can start collecting new ones for next show. It's so hard because I run into so many of these things. I've got so many already. Do I need to keep collecting them? It's so (laughs) insane. And they eat up a chunk of time. Well, whatever. All right. Where do we want to go? Do we want to talk about some stocking storage tips? Give everybody some good news before we dive
3: into all the crap? I don't know. Or should we dive into some crap and uh, and then
1: come back? Let's dive into a little bit of crap. Let's, do, let's deal with the Rona crap. All right. I mean, there's so much going on right now. They're starting to do Rona 3.0. Yeah. You know, they're heading to Rona 3.0, and, and here in Canada, different areas are threatening, uh, threatening masks and lockdowns again.
2: Every winter. Everywhere. Like we said at the beginning of this, it's going to happen every
1: winter from now yeah. on.
3: And here you go. Let's start
1: with True Idiot, our lovely prime idiot. I think we caught, watched this one, didn't
3: we? I don't remember it. Oh, okay. All right, let's watch it. Then.
1: Here he is, walking in to get his shot. Hey there. What's shot? How good? I'm good. are you? I'm, 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 I'm
5: here for my uh, flu shot and my uh, vaccine justice. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Oh. The pharmacist waiting for
1: you, to dump it. Oh, he's going to get double jabbed. Ooh. Double, double. He's going to get the double, double. Ooh. Isn't
2: there like a, a new name for it? Like your, your Fluvian
1: or something? Something like that. I don't know. You're Flovid. Fluvid. That's what it is. Uh, fluvid, man. That sounds like something that uh, that women <laughs> suffer from every month. It's a fluvid. fluvid. <laughs> I like fluvid better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. So, thank you. care right? Now watch this. Watch this crap. Pay attention to what it is, and we'll bring it to your attention in case you don't catch it. All right, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Big man, big man coming up. <laughs> Super duper. Did you catch his hand? Oh, here it comes.
0: So, uh, today, you would have to mm-hmm. All
1: right. Did you all catch all that? He, he walked.
2: What was the point of putting on the mask once he sat down after shaking hands and leaning forward three inches away from their face?
3: Uh huh. Exactly. It's all show. It's all show.
1: And it gets even better. It's even better. It's like, look at me, I'm virtue signaling. I walked in here without masks and it's all good. And now I'm gonna sit down and he's going to give me a job. Okay,
6: the first one for COVID, and uh, I just prepared to take it on the lead of my and the other one will be the Perfect. Excited? Yes. I
1: am, I am. Oh yeah, he's so excited. There it is. Quick, I've already got the needle loaded. Ready to go. Oh, Wait, wait a minute, maybe I didn't get the needle loaded. I got load loaded needle still. Oh, maybe I did have needle loaded. Oh, we're going to clean it all up and jab you right there.
3: Anyway, I'm not, I can't watch the rest of it. It's, it's too painful.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll sort of skip ahead here because they jab, him in the, they jab him in the... Oh, and he gets a Band-Aid too. Oh, how cute. Take a Band-Aid on there. <laughs> And then he puts up the other arm for his flu shot or COVID. I don't know. There we go. There we go. He's moving along. Oh, we get that in there. Get that jammed in there. Blue, blue, blue. It's probably just saline solution because what if he actually had a reaction? That wouldn't be good. Actually, it would
3: be great, but.
1: <laughs> and there it is. He gets another Band-Aid and then he sits down and chats with the man. Blah, blah, blah. This is our fucking illustrious prime idiot of canada remember
2: wear a mask but only after you've shaken hands and, and talk to each other with your faces inches apart
1: no you wear the mask only when you're sitting down to get the shot because that's the only time the covid can attack now
2: oh right right mm-hmm. you can only attack when you're getting yes. vaccinated against it that's right that's right
1: you can only attack when you're getting vaccinated against, because it knows you're getting vaccinated so it's going to come in real quick But it's not going to attack you when you walk in from the front of the store, down the hall, shake hands with the person behind the counter, lean up to them, almost kiss them. And they tell you to go over there and see the pharmacist who's going to stick this needle in your arm. You shake the pharmacist's hands, chat with him, then unzip your coat, reach in your pocket, pull out your magic black mask, which is shoved in your coat pocket, which if it's like any other coat pocket in the world. You've crammed other crap in there. So it's not clean.
2: Crumbs and other stuff, fluff, all kinds of stuff.
1: All kinds of
3: shit gets crammed in your pockets, you know. So it's guaranteed the mask he just shoved on his face is definitely not clean. Yeah. So these are the people who are leading this insanity. And we've got more on the amnesty crap.
1: This is the amnesty crap they want us to forgive and forget what they did during the pandemic. Do not forgive. Do not forgive. I'm already starting to chew on a couple of
3: people I know that are still friendly with me and asking them, how's it going with everything?
2: Yeah, I really don't think we should be forgiving and forgetting. No,
1: the shit they did. You know, people couldn't see their grandparents, their loved ones in the homes. You know, all They couldn't these, go to funerals. They couldn't go to funerals. One of, my, one of my buddies, his, his dad died. It's only him and his mom could go to the funeral. Nobody else could go. You know, not even the rest of his family. You know, it was like, it's just downright sad and insane. I got fortunate when my brother passed. That was, they, they just dropped all the restrictions. And then three weeks after the funeral, they raised the restrictions again. So I got in a little fucking window.
2: Just lucked out with the time, I guess. Yeah, you know, it was just timing. You
1: know. What's happening to children, speech delays, social issues because they spent their, you know, especially the ones that were born at the beginning because they didn't have facial cues to learn this shit. Children Mm. need facial cues. They need faces. And they're looking at a mask. So all they were looking at was a blonde, a bland thing with eyeballs.
2: Yeah, not to mention the ones that were really young at the time and like in daycare and shit, Mm -hmm. like... Man, dealing with the mask as a child, a toddler, oh, would have yeah. been so rough. Oh, yeah. Fuck, if I'd and had, yeah. I didn't. And I can't wear a mask. I get dizzy. If
1: I'd have had a toddler at that time, I'd have fucking yanked them out of anything. If they'd had been daycare, I'd have fucking yanked them out and did my best to educate. But yeah, it just the list goes on. The stupidity of it all. This is just, follow this link, folks. It was a crazy thing. And then, of course, the craziest shit, making pets wear masks. Yeah, that was really weird. These are the brainwashed and truly fear-mongered people. And they're still out there. There's still a few of them here and there, but most of them are gone now. You know, I still see the occasional person wear a mask. And it's like, oh, they want to wear a mask, wear a mask, as long as they don't fucking freak out and bitch about people doing it. You know, it's their choice. They can wear a mask. I love this one here. Memorable images the elites going into a school, all the poor kids wearing masks, but we need to have our face showing for the cameras. Yeah. You know, we got to show our faces and our happy smiley faces
3: while torturing these poor fucking children. You know, it's so much insanity here. So much. All right. I like that. Judgment
2: is coming.
1: Uh, eventually. You know, what sucks about this. I don't like the new judge dread movie. I like Me the, either. I like the original judge dread movie. That one was fucking awesome.
2: Judge Dredd used to be cool. Now he's just, well, that. Yeah.
1: This is like, <laughs> fuck, they screwed that one up when they redid it.
2: <clears throat> oh, they really screwed up Spider-Man when they redid him too initially, but they, they've they come up with a better version of Spider-Man.
1: Oh, we've already got that one. All right. Hey, did
2: you end up saving the panda one?
1: No, no, the panda's not uh, in there, man. I really wanted that panda one. I thought I no had panda. it. No panda. It'll show up again. I've seen it a few times. It keeps showing up because it's a beautiful meme. It's a (laughs) it's a beautiful meme of this panda rolls off onto off a cliff into a ditch, rolls down the ditch, rolls around, picks something up, then he rolls down a pile of stairs, and then it's like it's like it's like fucking panda. You can walk, can't you? No, no pandas (laughs) can't walk, and it turns out they really can't. They really don't walk. They roll most places they go. You know, it reminds me of that Joe Panda movie or whatever the hell it was, you know, with Jack Black playing the panda in that Kung Fu movie. Oh, yeah. And the panda rolls all over the place. Yeah. Oh, that's where they got it from. Pandas actually do that <laughs> shit. I didn't realize that pandas actually did that shit. I thought it was just for the cartoon. So did I, actually. It seems that pandas actually do that shit in real life.
3: Mm-hmm. Now, here is a... List of the deaths
1: that have occurred from, is this it? No, this isn't it here. The deaths. European doctors sounding alarm about mysterious increase in deaths, massive spikes in excess deaths, and they say it's not related to COVID. Hmm, wonder what it's related to. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't be anything else that's happened in the world in the last year and a half now, could it?
2: Of course not. That'd be way too much of a coincidence.
1: Crisis as excess deaths soared to levels higher than during the COVID pandemic. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Wonder, wonder what it might be.
2: Hey, Uh, what month does that report come out for the deaths of the year?
1: Um, they usually in January, they have the previous years, but you can right now you can pull up reports all the way up until like September. You know, they're usually a couple months behind because they got to tally uh, tally the numbers. In January, we'll do a we'll do a death. We'll we'll, we'll do. I'll go okay. dig through the stats in January. You know, so this is a good rundown of all the kinds of things. Nearly half of Dems dem say fines, prison times appropriate for questioning vaccines. Polls say, you know, these are the Democrats. These are the people that are electing the leaders now. Well, selecting the leaders uh. because the people electing them are their votes aren't their votes aren't getting counted. We've already discussed that.
2: Only the ones that are counted towards Democrats are being counted. The rest of them are being lost. Like I
1: said, they're not being counted. Got another one here. This one here is something. This is an article. Oh, that was an article. I was, I, I, they have an article link there. I, I archived this article so I could
3: actually read it. Okay. Because they got a paywall over the telegraph. Crisis Mm -hmm. as an excess death
1: soared to new heights. Here you go. Here's some stats. Weekly deaths in England and Wales in 2020. Boom boom boom. 2021, 2022. They're currently running higher than in in pandemic years. Wow. Health experts have warned that so many unexplained deaths are being caused by collateral damage from the pandemic. Mm, Yeah. Operation and treatments are cancelled or delayed. That's part of it. Um Record rates for ambulances, reason behind this are clearly up for debate. Yes, clearly up for debate.
2: Yes, clearly, obviously.
1: New data. So this is actually an interesting article, 18,000 deaths due to COVID, but since May, there have been 24,000 deaths where the primary cause was another condition. The problem is we have a whole list of conditions. We showed you an image a little while ago about a list of all those conditions.
2: Say a lot of the conditions that are causing the deaths now are suddenly oncoming.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Theres a sudden onset of all these conditions that used to be so much less.
1: And here's like, what they're doing to the doctors who fucking raise the alarm.:
3: Wow. You know, vaccine doubting doctor ordered to pay one million illegal costs after her libel suit was quashed. Huh.: This is what they're doing in Canada. Canada is not Canada I grew up in.
1: No, it's not. They're they're killing it. They're killing Canada. Basically, we'll get to it, folks, but you need to prepare. Knuckle down. Buckle up. Sit back. Watch it fucking burn because you can't do anything about it unless enough people get pissed off. And that's not going to happen until people are truly starving.
2: Not something ha- that uh someone told me recently is if you're really pissed off you need to stand up and shout it out mm-hmm. well in my opinion there's no point in standing up and shouting it out if 95 percent of the people you're shouting at aren't going to hear what you're saying anyways yeah. you have to wait for everyone else to be ready to hear you before you bother standing you, you, you up have, and shouting. you
1: have to say a few things to people because you got to get the ball rolling Okay, it goes, yeah. it goes back to a wonderful psychology experiment that was done in the 60s or 70s. And the psych experiment was this. They had one person who was a test subject, and they had four or five other people who were actors. And they brought the test subject in, and what they did was they presented them with a board with lines that were different sizes. And they told the, the test subject was the first person to select and they told, well, which line is the shortest, which one is the longest, et cetera, whatever. And they'd select it down the line. Or sometimes they put the test subject at the third or fourth person down, whatever. And this was a testing of groupthink. And what they found was that 60 to 70% of the test subjects would follow the groupthink. They would tell all the actors to say, okay, you pick this longer line, which is longer than the shortest line and say, this is the right line and you hold your ground. And when they would do that, the test subject would go, they would waver on it, and then they would, 60% of the time or 70% of the time, they would select the line that matched the rest of the group. Only a few people would select the actual short line and stick to their guns.
2: Which is why trying to stand up and scream about everything right now isn't, yeah. really going to work. But if you talk about things, you, you, you plant the seeds at this
1: point. You plant the seeds of doubt to get those that really want to waver, but are swayed by the group Yeah, to change. And that's what has to happen. And the other thing that has to happen is there has to be a reason for people to change. Right now, there's no reason. They're not starving yet. Yeah, sure, they're paying more, they're bitching about it, but they're not hungry yet. Once the hunger kicks in, it's over. I mean, I caught a video today or something. China's getting really bad. That people in China suddenly decided to break through a wall to get food. You know, we don't, we're not hearing about Brazil and the stolen election in Brazil. They're still riding down there.
2: Wow, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, it's still happening. It's completely quashed by all the mainstream media. I only pick it up because of my alt-tech stuff. Mm. And uh, I caught something today, but it's really getting squashed on the internet. They're, squ- they're doing their best to squash it. They don't want people to know. And it's not only happening in Brazil, it's happening everywhere across the globe. If you remember, just before the COVID was released, we had worldwide riots.
2: Yeah, people- I do remember that.
1: People were pissed worldwide. And then they brought the COVID out and scared the shit out of all the protesters and scared them into their homes. And quash that's how they quashed that rebellion. That rebellion was going to that was going to spill over. The elites knew it. They needed to do something fast. That's why that that's why it was released early. That's partly why I believe it was released early. It wasn't supposed to be released till twenty twenty five. That's my my personal viewpoint on it.
2: Yeah, if it had been released in twenty twenty five, people would have been more compliant. Yeah. Because they, they would have been able to finish the pre-programming, but mm. they weren't able to finish the pre-programming because Well, the ri- I don't even remember what sparked the rioting, but people were pissed.
1: Uh, fuel prices were rising and they were, they were, they were having food shortages were started. Mm. They've managed okay. to hide the food shortages for the last two years because they've buried that information with the COVID shit. We've talked about it for the last two years, the food shortages that are here and coming. Nobody's believed me. How do people not see the food shortages walking to the grocery store? I don't know how they not see it because they can still get enough food to feed their family. There's still stuff that goes on sale. I mean, I still go there and I can, I still, meat still goes on sale at not a, it's the price that it cost three years ago, but it's on sale as compared to what they're charging now. Okay. So it's like, it's what I paid full price for three years ago. It was the full price three years ago. Now it's on sale. You know, it's like, I still see that stuff, but because there's still stuff in the grocery store, there's still, there's aisles that are empty or pretended to be filled, but you have to pay attention. It's like, I used to talk to people about the shortage or not the, the shrinkflation. I've been telling people about shrinkflation for 15 years.
3: No, oh
2: yeah. Shrinkflation no, is, is massive, especially with cheese. Like the cheese, bricks are 400 grams
1: now. Cheese is the one that caught my eye. That was the first one to catch my eye. And then it was bacon. And then I started paying attention to everything else. It was cheese and bacon that caught my eye because I love my cheese and I love my bacon. And tuna. And I, I'm not a big tuna fan. So I, I did catch tuna when I started stocking up on it. I did notice it because I, I think I just finally ate my last can of uh, of the tuna that was uh, 30 grams more than tuna is now. And it's the same price. So yeah. But yeah, it's it, people don't see it yet because they're not starving yet. They've been shrinkflation in them and Mm -hmm. people are not, well, somehow they're getting the same calories because people are still fat and overweight. So, it must be the processed foods that keep them that way.
2: I think actually it's a lack of activity because when you think about it, we've spent the last three years basically being sedentary because and having that encouraged with games and working from home Mm. and the fear of going outside, fear of gardening.
0: Mm. Well, yeah.
2: I think mostly it's a sedentary lifestyle that's been enforced upon the population. And many people don't want to leave that sedentary lifestyle. It's easier.
1: Oh yeah. Well, that's quite possible. But anyway, because they're not starving yet, they're not ready to fight. Soon as, as soon as they start
3: starving they will fight because hunger is a great fucking motivator. All right, let's see what we got here. We got something else here. Um, Oh, Begging for amnesty.
1: Oh, this is a really great little video. It's too long. It's too long to play at all. So we'll just play a little bit of it.
7: Oh, I am so glad COVID is finally over. Hmm. I mean, things were so crazy. I think we all went a little crazy. Some of us did. Yeah. I read this great article in the Atlantic, you know, and it was called COVID Amnesty. It was so great. It really, really resonated with me. I'm sure it did. The author was talking about, you know, how her four-year-old was like screaming at people to social distance and they were wearing their cloth masks outside. And, you know, she just realized it was all a little bit too much, you know? Oh yeah, I know. Lots of people screamed at me when I was pregnant. They didn't even let me in to pay for takeout. They made me wait outside in the freezing cold. Anyways, she was saying that we should all just kind of move on. Recognize that we just didn't know. Didn't know, you know, that it was all just a little too much. You know, (laughs) I knew. Oh, totally. I knew it too. You know, I mean, we should all just recognize that we didn't know enough And so we all acted kind of a little crazy. What you mean about lockdowns, masks, mandates, people getting fired for not taking an experimental jab that we know and they knew then didn't stop transmission. People missing their surgeries, cancer treatments and essentially getting shut out of society because they didn't want to engage in this experiment.
1: Yeah, we'll leave it at that. (laughs)
7: that
2: seems like a video worth watching it was i actually
1: watched the whole thing it's eight minutes long we're not going to play the whole thing but it's really good links in the show notes it's called which
2: link is that in the show
1: notes it's called no amnesty
2: all right definitely want to watch that one yeah
1: you just gotta click through them I, i give them oddball titles here as we go
3: here we go we got one here made in 2020 prophecy Now, the, I end up. I kind of like this moron in the beginning, but he's a loudmouth, and he's
1: irritating as fuck. And he still puts out some really interesting stuff from time to time, but I can't tolerate him. But he, I listened to a few pieces here and there. He said, "Now, this is something he said back at the beginning of the Scam How much of what he just says here actually played out?"
8: the mask is about compliance because they know canadians like to do what they're told so if they tell you you have to wear a mask next they're going to tell you you have to contact trace then they're going to tell you you have to take the vaccine and because canadians like to do what they're told they're hoping that everyone just complies and then guess what kids once you take your vaccine like a dumb person that doesn't know any better, they're gonna tell you, "Sorry, the vaccine isn't as effective as we thought it was gonna be." So now you still gotta wear your mask, still gotta get contact trace, still have all the restrictions and social distancing, and still take your vaccine. And then what did you get out of all of this? You got a whole year where you weren't allowed to travel, your business was closed, they took your rights and freedoms, they forced the vaccine on you, and what happened? The same amount of people died. Everything is the exact same, and now they're gonna put you back on lockdown and bring it all the way till July of next year so they can do the same thing again. Bring you from July, August, and September, getting you off lockdown, but just to bring you back on lockdown again. If you idiots haven't figured it out yet, it's a perpetual cycle that you never get out of and it's a way to take your rights, your freedoms, close your business, take your wealth. Why? So you become dependent on government. Why? If you're independent, the government works for you like it's supposed to. If you depend on the government to give you a paycheck to feed your family every month because they closed your business on you, now the government doesn't work for you. The government rules you. So instead of a middle class, we have the government, upper class, and the lower class dependents that rely on the government to survive. In other words, we have a Slave class.
3: There you
2: go. Yeah, that seems about right.
1: He said that back in 2020.
2: He saw the pattern. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping that everything would just kind of stop within within six months. Yeah. I had a feeling it wouldn't, but I kept saying it loud in hopes it would come true.
1: Yep. <laughs> and here's a couple other little lovely tidbits about this that are coming out. Lack of Lack of exercise is killing them, not the jab jab. Experts say the record number of sportsmen collapsing in 2021 is due to lack of exercise and definitely nothing to do with the vaccine. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, I can't believe they actually printed that headline. It's like, oh my goodness. It's like s- sportsmen dying because they weren't exercising?
3: <laughs> yeah, no. Wow. Like,
2: that, that's special. Uh huh. That's,
3: it's beautiful. Okay, here's another one. This has uh, just recently come out. These fuckers are just sick. They're losing it. Breathing air causes sudden death and cardiac arrest
1: because there's tiny particles in the air that may trigger sudden heart attacks, study suggests.
2: That's got to be a, like a bee thing.
1: Nope, that's on sciencealert.com.
2: Like, for real?
1: Yeah, for real. Here we go. Oh, my God. We'll go straight to the (laughs) real article. Here's the article. Go, breathe! Here you go. Just
2: stop breathing, you'll live longer. Yes,
1: just stop breathing, (laughs) you'll live longer. And it's like, okay, these (laughs) guys are... Yeah.
2: Oh, I see. They're connecting it to air pollution levels. Oh, for fuck's sake. Of course they are.
1: I mean, come on, they gotta do something.
2: You know what's funny? People who lived in... Um, England, Mm. who lived in the London fog, had longer lives Mm. than people who live in clean air
1: these days. And the London fog actually killed people.
2: (laughs) Yes, London fog actually killed people. But the people who lived in the London fog Mm. were still healthier than the people in general today. Which is kind of amazing.
1: Those are the things that I've collected on the Rona. I've got to redo this. I've got to redo this section because we no longer have. Uh, it's no longer the Rona and the Great Reset. It's about the people begging forgiveness and the ones backpedaling, and then the stories about these are why people are dying now. It has nothing to do with this magical vaccine.
2: So it's kind of, it's, it's kind of uh, the the shadow that Rona left behind. Then
1: yeah, well, it's just it's just going. There's so much stuff going on right now and they don't know what to do anymore. And of course, they're trying to bury their tracks, but they seem to have forgotten about the internet.
2: Yeah. And the internet doesn't let them forget.
1: No, no. The internet is not letting them forget at all. It's not letting them forget. It's like I've got some other ones here that I come across. It's like they, you know, they're trying to gaslight everybody by saying, nobody ever said the vac- getting the vaccine was going to prevent you from getting it. Oh, really? Well, let's throw up all these quotes. Oh, well, they're just – no, let's throw up the videos of them actually saying this. Oh, you think – no, let's throw up these ones. <laughs> no, no, they're actual people. They said that. And they're like, no, we never said the vaccine was going to prevent it. Really? Isn't this you? Um, um. No, that wasn't me. That was my twin brother. He was lying. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the shit they're doing. It's like, it's so unbelievable. So unbelievable of what they're doing. Anyway, I got to take a bit of a break here. I need to uh, go take a pee. So let's go have a little bit of music and uh, save a horse. <reply inOME>
6: i out hundred dollar bills and it kills and it thrills like the horns on my Silverado grill. And I buy the bar a double round the crown and then everybody's getting down in this town. Ain't never gonna be the same. Cause I saddle up my horse and I ride into the city. I make a lot of noise cause the girls they are so pretty. Save a horse, ride a cowboy Everybody says Save a horse, ride a cowboy Well, I don't give a dang about nothing I'm singing and bling-bling While the girls are drinking Well, I'm next down And I wouldn't trade only well, my Chevrolet for your Escalator, your freak parade I'm the only John Wayne left in this town And I saddle up my horse, and I ride into the city I make a lot of noise, cause the girls, they are so pretty Riding up and down Broadway, on my old scuzzly Roy And the girls say, save a heart. Save a horse, ride the cowboy. cow-boy. Right. That's what she said in the back of my truck bed as I was getting buzzed on suds out on some backcountry road. We were flying high, fine as wine, having ourselves a big and rich time. And I was going just about as far as she'd let me go. But her evaluation of my cowboy reputation had me begging for salvation all night long. So I, I, took took her her out, frogs, frogs. I took her out to gigging frogs, Introduced her to my old bird dog And sang her every Willie Nelson song I can think of and we, we made, love made love Then I saddle up, up my horse And I ride into through the same day I make a lot of noise Cause the girls they are so pretty Riding up and down Broadway On my old stud Leroy And the girls say, Save a horse, not a cowboy Everybody says
0: ride
1: a cowboy absolutely save a horse I agree with that <laughs> I like that tune <clears throat> alright we's back I think it's time to help everyone prepare after listening to all the doom and gloom we need to well, I don't uh, know it's
2: pretty entertaining doom and gloom well some <laughs> of it's
1: entertaining but it's still we got so much shit out there but you need to get prepared folks Let's start with a few planting, growing, and harvesting tips. Let's go to the almanac plant and sage.
3: I think you.
2: Brought so, this. Yeah, I brought this one. This is a uh, this is a great article on how to grow and how to plant, grow, and harvest your sage and not kill it. Because uh, apparently, one of the issues with sage is you overharvest it; it's now dead.
1: Yes, yes, I've done that. It's all your herbs. You have to be very cautious how you harvest them until they get really big. Yeah. And if you're not growing them in a garden bed, which I grow them in pots, because if you grow them in your garden bed, they'll take over your fucking garden real fast. Oh, yeah. They'll get big. So you have to be cr- careful how you prune them. And if you prune them incorrectly, you'll kill them. I've done that a couple of times to my oregano. And then I learned finally this year how to properly prune it. And I turned them into mac. Hey, Basil a big one. Pruning basil. I, for like years, I couldn't get a basil plant to grow. And I found out I was pruning it wrong. Oh. When, once you learn how to properly prune it, you end up with a massive plant by the end of the year. Oh, cool. Now, the other thing you have to do with basil, because it's really temperamental to the cold, if you want to keep it over winter, you've got to move it someplace warm. I didn't do that this year. My basil plants died. I'm going to have
3: to start new ones next year. But...
1: You can grow exactly. grape, basil, and, uh, and sage, and you want things like basil and sage and oregano and uh, um, lemon balm and uh, all the herbs. I think I've got about eight or ten herbs growing.
3: And
2: uh, I actually had a bit of a surprise. I didn't know that, that bay leaf was a tree, not a any plant.
1: Yes.
3: I've got,
1: uh, I, I've, got, I've got a bay leaf tree, a bay tree, bay laurel is what it's called.
2: I had no idea. I I always thought it was like a smaller plant, but then I learned it was a tree when a friend of mine offered me like four branches because she needed to cut back her her bay leaf tree. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and there's one thing I can tell you about bay Mm -hmm. is you got to be careful where you plant it because they don't like wet roots.
2: Oh, well, she must have it planted in a great place then because that thing is a freaking monster. It's got to be in (laughs)
1: well-draining soil. And it overwinters here beautifully if it's in well-draining soil. I planted my bay tree in a spot which seemed to have too much clay underneath it, and it drowned. Hmm. Which happens if you plant them incorrectly. I didn't know this. I kept wondering, why is it? Why are the leaves yellowing? Why is this? And I'm researching, researching. It's like it keeps. Okay, it says it's wet, and, and then we got heavy rains, and it drowned in like a week. It drowned. It drowned. It literally drowned. I drowned my bar, bay laurel. So I had to get a new Aww. one. I've got a new one now. I had another one which I keep in a pot, and it was doing fantastic until last winter when we hit minus twelve degrees. Bay can handle uh, it down to about minus seven. Okay. It doesn't do well at minus twelve. Ah. Uh, you know, unless it's in the ground and well established.
3: That's good to know. Yeah.
1: And once they're growing and they're well-established, you'll have bay leaves forever. And bay leaf is a very important herb in all meat that you cook, all stews, all soups.
2: Uh, Bay leaf tea will also give you a massive amount of vitamin C. Yes,
1: I was going to mention that one too. It's vitamin C and other vitamins and minerals. So bays are a wonderful plant to have. Now, I don't know I'd,
2: if you know this, but did you know that if you put a few bay leaves into anything that's canned, it takes away the tinny taste? Yes.
1: And uh, also, if you put bay leaves in with your flour and sugar, the bugs will stay away.
2: Ooh. I didn't know that one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use that one. Yeah.
1: Great grandmothers have been doing that 100 years ago. It was. It was. A, it was a secret that was passed down through the generations up until about uh, the nineteen seventies and eighties, when they decided we no longer needed all that information. I yeah. think that was the beginning of the end when they stopped encouraging people to pass along this knowledge that had been passed down for centuries.
2: I think part of the issue was the parents didn't have time for it anymore because it used to be like I honestly. Think that the whole idea of making it so that both parents have to work just to afford a house and a bit of food mm-hmm. was really where we went wrong. As soon as we made yeah. it that both parents were required to work, yeah. they were no longer raising their own children. And because they were no longer raising their own children, they weren't teaching their children all the things that have been taught for generations upon generations.
1: That's exactly what happened. And they did that because if you notice, before they encouraged women to move into the workplace, in droves. I mean, women have always been in the workplace. Throughout history, women, there's been women in the workplace. There's always been the truly independent women who were either gay or they were just too too wild to
3: settle down. Settle down. Hold on. Huh. Somebody's got a crazy vehicle outside somewhere. Anyway, cool. too wild to settle down or whatever. They've always been
1: there, but starting about the 60s, they started encouraging women to move into the workforce in droves and stay there. And, yeah. And what that, what that did, two things that did. One, previous to that time, a single wage earner could earn the money to support the family. Yeah. After that time, you needed two wage earners to earn the money to support the family. Because what happened once they moved into the workforce in droves, now there was double the amount of people in the workforce, so that drove wages down. Wages went down. Now you needed two people to earn the same wage a single person earned before. And- the
2: thing is is that when they did that, they hid it behind... Uh, women's equality, it behind, wasn't women's equality.
1: They hid it behind feminism. Let's, yeah. let's put, put the proper word out there. It wasn't women's equality because women had already attained equality by this time. They had already attained the equality. Now they're going to stick it in, they stuck it in feminism. And it just, it's just gotten worse and worse. All right, let's wander on here. Why flower bulbs don't fall? Bulb? Why flowers, why bulbs? Why do- flower
2: bulbs didn't flower, rodents and other problems. Oh, okay. So this is actually a pretty useful thing, and that's a cute picture.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Um, this article goes through the various reasons why your bulbs didn't flower this spring <laughs> and the various problems that might be happening in your soil, various pests that might be going through and stealing your, your bulbs. It's very Raccoons. useful in the sense of figuring out what the heck is going on.
3: Raccoons eat
1: them.
2: Raccoons and squirrels and mice and rats. Mm. Yeah. Squirrels are very irritating.
1: I think I want to go <laughs> I think I want to go out in the forest and dig up some crocuses next year. I'll come. Because I wouldn't mind having some proper crocuses growing in the garden in the yard. Because crocus bulbs are actually edible for one. That's true. Tulip bulbs, while they're sort of edible, they're not what you really want to eat if you're hungry. But if you've got crocus bulbs growing, they're edible. The other thing is is, uh, it is possible to find um, crocus here. I'm not certain here but uh, in the wild, but crocus uh, is saffron comes from a crocus bulb.
3: Oh, cool. So you can grow your own saffron bulbs.
1: Now, granted... You won't get a lot and saffron is pound for pound or five times the weight of gold, but
2: Oh yeah. It is well it's cause it's so hard to, to it's, it's
1: so hard to harvest. harvest. It's so hard to harvest.
2: Yeah, it's so, one of the few things that machines can't do. Yep.
1: It is one of the few things we cannot make machine machinable. All right. Sixteen foods you should always make and not buy. If at all possible, you want to make these foods yourself because they're so much healthier for you and better for you. Like pickles. Like pickles. they taste better too. They too taste better. I haven't made my own pickles yet, but I've had people give them to me. Bread, absolutely bread. It's always way better when you make it.
3: And it won't That's have. That's
2: because there's no sawdust.
1: You no, know, there's no sawdust and all the other crap in it. Um, let's get on the list here: foods to make instead of buy.
3: Homemade butter.
1: It'd be nice if I could get real cream to make the butter instead of just the whipping cream from the store, because the whipping cream in the store has been pasteurized.
2: Yeah, well, if you go out to uh, go out to the farms, you can probably get I, milk right up right right from the cows.
1: I
3: don't know if they have them. If it's if they're if they're able to sell raw milk here in Canada, you
2: could probably make a
1: trade.
3: The only way you can get raw milk, there's ways, there's ways I haven't found them yet, but there's
1: ways you can get a share in a cow. Oh cool. And then you get part of the milk that the cow produces. Basically, oh, that's cool. you, you pay part you pay part of the maintenance fees for keeping the cow alive during the year, and in return you get milk. And when you get raw milk, you not only get raw milk, but you get cream. You can turn into cheese, butter, sour cream. Raw milk. That'd be awesome. All, all the good stuff. And I, I know there's a way to do it, but I haven't had time yet to research that. But I have made, I have made butter from whipped cream. I remember one time you made chocolate butter. It was really good.
2: <laughs> yes, I did. It was supposed to be whipped cream. It didn't work.
1: Well, that's because you whipped <laughs> it too long. See, the one thing about whipped cream, you whip it just right, you get whipped cream. If you go just a minute or two longer, you have butter.
2: The girls accidentally made butter uh, when they tried making whipped cream last time, too.
1: Yeah. And then what's nice is you not only get butter, but you get buttermilk. Yeah. Because that leftover
3: milk, once you make the butter from whipped cream, is buttermilk. All right. Yogurt. I haven't made my own yogurt in God knows how long.
1: But you can make your own yogurt. It's really not that hard to make
2: keep meaning to. I just never get around to yeah, it.
1: I haven't made the time yet. Jam without sugar. Making your own homemade jams. Really easy to do. Oh, by the way, I found my pectin.
2: Now you found your
1: pectin. <laughs> found it today when I was cleaning the cupboard.
2: <laughs> Man, I can't find it at the grocery store.
1: Oh, well, you can have it. I put it in a box to bring it up north.
2: Awesome. I don't think any of the apples will be alive by then.
1: Oh, well, sorry. All
2: right. I was actually thinking about using um, uh, the, the Nox stuff, uh, gel- gelatin, seeing if that'll work. Well,
1: gelatin's not quite the same as pectin. It's a little different.
2: Not quite, but, you know, it'll probably work.
1: Um, there is a way to make pectin from apples, though.
2: I've heard that.
1: I, 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 just- I looked it up last year, and I was actually going to try it, but I didn't have time. It's not that hard to make pectin from apples. I'll have to actually bother looking it up then yeah, look it up on, um, Oh God, I can't remember the lady's name. The one I follow, I, I get all her emails and she has a homestead down in uh, Oregon or Washington state somewhere. And she does all this wonderful, great stuff. And she has a recipe for making, uh, um, actually, uh,
3: hang on a sec. Let's see if we can find it. It's a chance. In from Apples. Uh, okay. Hmm. homemade pectin easy recipe just look up how to make how to make pectin from apples there's a shitload of recipes on it i'll do
1: yeah and even some youtube videos all right make your own mayonnaise if you've never done this you should try it because it's really not that hard to make your own mayonnaise i've done it a few times especially if i ran out of mayonnaise and i needed mayo and now that i have regular amounts of chicken eggs all you need is chicken eggs oil and some lemon juice
2: Yeah, by the way, I grabbed 11 eggs today, so I think one of them is laying twice a day.
1: Holy crap.
3: Yeah, because I took five on Sunday. (laughs) That's not bad for a days. Not bad at all. All right. Homemade
1: mayo. Pesto. I really don't care for pesto, so that'll never happen for me.
2: I love pesto. It's so good.
1: This is where you need to learn how to prune your basil. Yeah. Because if you prune your basil well, you can grow all the leaves you need for your pesto. I can't stand this stuff for some reason. I love it. It's so good on pasta. Homemade ketchup. There is a homemade ketchup recipe on the Rogue's Tavern. I have perfected making my own homemade ketchup.
2: And yeah, homemade ketchup I actually like. I do not
3: like the store-bought stuff. It's actually really good. And uh, Let's see here. Pickles. I've pickled all kinds of things, but I haven't pickled cucumbers yet. Pickled
2: eggs are still my favorite thing.
1: I like pickled eggs. I make pickled eggs from time to time. I've created a few different recipes for pickled eggs. I have a hot spicy one. I really like the hot spicy pickled egg recipe I make. Right. think you just
2: like spicy stuff.
1: I do. I eat so much spicy stuff. It's crazy. My life would be so boring without spices. Breads. Everyone should learn how to make bread of some sort. Doesn't matter what bread you make or what one. I I have perfected sourdough because it's my favorite bread. Dried herbs. Making your own dried herbs. Very easy to do. Pick your herbs and dry them, and then crumble them and store them. Spice mixes. This is a really good one. Make your own spice blends. My yeah,
2: sp- learn what goes into your spice blends that you, you use the most, like
1: um, Italian seasoning.
2: Italian seasoning or a uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's essentially a cinnamon uh, and nutmeg and clove mixture. Allspice. There we go. Allspice. So oh. allspice is a really popular one, especially at this time of year.
1: Allspice. Figure
2: out how to make it yourself and then you can like lower the cloves or
1: heighten the cloves to yeah. your choice. Yeah. Um, the other one is um, is poultry season.
3: Mm-hmm. Which is another reason to grow your sage properly. Homemade nut butter.
1: If you're fortunate enough to have nut trees of any sort, you can make your own nut butters or grow peanuts. I managed to successfully grow a slightly bigger than a handful of peanuts this year. I think I'll do better oh, next cool. year. Now that I finally successfully grown peanuts, I think I will do better. You can make your own homemade nut sap.
2: Oh, uh, rice milk is a really easy one to make too.
1: Yeah. Rice milk, herbal tinctures. Now that I've perfected uh, pepper tinctures, herbal tinctures, going to be a piece of cake. Tinctures are very easy to make, folks, and you'll want to learn how to do them. The hardest part about tinctures is getting the alcohol you need. I suggest you start stocking up on your vodka now, especially if you don't drink the stuff. I can't stand vodka, so it's really easy for me to stock up on vodka. <laughs> because yeah. Because even if I have no alcohol in the house, I still won't drink the vodka.
2: <laughs> yeah, we have a... Uh- three-quarter full bottle of vodka that was a gift to us it's still sitting there
1: i I can't stand vodka man but it's the perfect it's the perfect thing for all tinctures and extracts and everything else it's the perfect it's the perfect one for all of the things you need but i just can't stand vodka so i every time i every time i'm in the liquor store whenever i have an extra you know a few bucks i buy another bottle of vodka and i stick it on the shelf you no. Know, once a one, if shit hits the fan, if all else fails, and I still have my big stock of vodka, I can use that to trade off to people too. For the alcoholics that'll drink it. That make works. your own. Make your own
3: popcorn.
2: Oh, my younger one has perfected her popcorn recipe.
1: Oh, has she? What's oh, yes. It, what, what's it is
2: very addictive. What kind of, Every what? time she makes popcorn, now she has to make enough for everybody because mm-hmm. she is so good at it.
1: <laughs> what's in it besides? Uh, uh, salt and butter, or whatever oil.
2: Uh, salt, butter, a bit of uh, coconut oil, and a bit of um, sunflower oil.
1: Oh, sunflower oil! I never thought that. I use I use palm oil, palm oil, and coconut oil to pop mine.
2: Yeah, she 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 uses sunflower because I've I've changed our cooking oils. So that we're only really using sunflower oil. It has very little taste to it, mm. but it's so much lighter. Yeah, and it's great for for cooking.
1: Learn how to make your own salad dressings. There's a couple of Salad- great ones. Salad- 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 r- things
2: dressings are harder than you'd think.
1: No, they're not. Make. Go look at the recipes on the tavern. I have. Several- I
2: have, but I always end up getting the flavor wrong. It's hard to get follow, it right. Follow, follow, it follow,
1: follow the measurements I have. It gives you the it gives you the proper flavor with just the measurements I have. <laughs> I've, I've measured those out so you can get the flavor. And if you want a little bit more of whatever is in there, you add a little more, or a little less, but it gives you a good general flavor. I've, I've actually perfected the ones that go on the website. The ones I make myself, well, they're just free range. It's like, eh, this, this, that, and that. And <laughs> yeah, that tastes great. That's what cooking is. It's the art of making everything look good. Now we How just, to make
2: butter from buttermilk?
1: How to make butter from buttermilk. Do I have that in mm-hmm. here? Yep, how to make butter and buttermilk. Oh, no, this is butter and buttermilk from cream, which we just talked about. Yep, we did. 17, forgotten preservation hacks that will save you money. These are ways to preserve stuff. How to make cheese. I still haven't made the time. Now, making cheese is not overly hard, but it is seriously time-consuming. And you got to be there to pay attention to it.
2: You got to know how to do it. Otherwise, it's just not going to turn out right.
1: Yeah, well, I I keep wanting to do it, but I just don't have the time yet. Making cheese is an all-day affair.
3: And you can't.
2: Uh, There's this uh, offshoot of The Walking Dead. I think it's called Fear the Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. And one of the main characters for the first couple of seasons is trying to figure out how to make cheese from goat milk. Well, and it shows him trying every time and like the first hundred thousand times he tries. It's just terrible.
1: Yeah. Well, if, you, if you've never done it or you don't know <laughs> the process, it's hard. That's why I want to learn the process at least once. So I have the, I have the knowledge stuffed in my memory. Mm-hmm. Because you got, if you don't practice it at least once or twice or a few times and you're suddenly
3: forced where you have to do it, it means you have to kind of imagine how it should be done. Yeah. And that's the hard
1: part. This is what this is what prepping's all about. Prepping's not all about, you know, having everything. It's about picking Knowing. up skills or having some knowledge somewhere, or writing down the instructions in paper and pen so that if we lose our internet, you still have a reference to go to to walk you through how it's done.
2: Yeah, it's not about actually having everything. It's about knowing. Having that knowledge. Having the knowledge. Being able to move forward in life if you Mm -hmm. lost your ability to go to the next town over.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: How to store garlic. How to keep onions fresh. What to do with leftover tomato paste. Bug-free dry goods. You know, this is where it is. Put dried bay leaves in the containers of your dry goods. Works for flour, rice, and pasta.
3: Cool. Tape fresh or... Fresh or dried bay leaves inside your cupboards and shelves keeps the bugs out of there. Freeze everything
1: that can be frozen. Wilted herbs, don't let them go to waste. Keep things fresh for longer. Ginger, they'll stay fresh if stored in a sealed container filled with water. Keep your fruits fresh. Fresh bread for longer, put a celery stick inside your bag of bread. Your bread won't get moldy for more than one week.
2: That's a cool trick.
1: Milk, put a pinch of table salt in your milk jug and store it in the freezer. The salt will stop your milk from getting spoiled. Bananas, if you want to keep them from ripening too fast, wrap the end of the stem in plastic wrap. They'll brown slower.
2: Apparently doing that also
3: removes the, the fruit flies. Yep. Green salad. Smart saucers. Dehydration. Get creative
1: with appliances. Use the old sun dry method. You know really good tips and knowledge here things to look at folks things to learn a little bit about try them out give them a shot once or twice you know just so you know you've done it once or twice when it comes down you actually need it you'll know the knowledge is there it's just rusty and you're kind of like oh was it this or that and you try and go oh yeah it was that not this so you might screw it up a little bit but you won't screw it up as as many times in a row
2: and really the worst that could happen is you screw it up horribly and hmm. you learn what not to do. That's
1: right.
3: <laughs> Here's another one. If you got chickens and you got too many eggs, how to water glass your eggs. And I forget what you need for it. You need uh, What is water
1: glass? Sodium silicate solution. Oh. So you get some sodium silicate and you store the eggs in sodium silicate. It helps seal the eggs up. Now, there's other ways to do it. Lime water is a sodium silicate. If, you, if, you're, if you're kind of fortunate like us, if we got desperate, I know exactly where to go get lime from the mountains. Okay. I know, I know where there's a big seam of lime, limestone, because limestone is lime. And you can take that limestone, crush it up into a powder, and you have the powder to put into water to seal your eggs. That's cool. So... So there are ways to do it, folks. you got to remember, 120 years ago with our ancestors, they did not have any modern machinery. They had to know what was available in their area and how to make the best use of
3: what was available to them to store their food for the winter. Because they didn't have grocery stores to go to.
2: Yeah, they had markets in the summer and that's about it. Mm-hmm.
1: And they would get supplies in the summer, such as uh, flour and sugar and coffee, but they would buy enough flour, sugar, and coffee in the summer to carry them through the winter Mm -hmm. based upon their estimated usages. And that's what people are going to have to do again. Because in the wintertime, especially in the north, it gets hard to travel the roads. Right now, nowadays, we don't have much problem because we've got... Gasoline, diesel powered vehicles on rubber tires on beautifully paved roads, which can travel 100 kilometers in an hour and a half. But mm-hmm. that 100 kilometer trip that I make up to the oasis, it, uh, uh even 70, it, even 60 years ago, that hour and a half trip used to take six hours. A hundred years ago, That six-hour trip used to take two weeks. That's a while. And if you even had to walk it today, walking the road, it would take you five days, at the bare minimum, five days. You know, because people can only walk an average of 20, 30 kilometers a day. I think, oh, I can walk five kilometers in an hour or a couple hours, or I can run a five-kilometer thing. And it's like, yeah, that's on a perfectly smooth road with no weight on your back. Put weight on your back because you have to have survival foods and other miscellaneous survival stuff. You slow down.
3: People don't, you take, know, they don't take that all in consideration. Oh, no, they really don't.
2: Um, I subscribe to Business Insider and the email I got from them today was talking about how oil prices are going to be up and up, especially over the next two years. Mm-hmm because of various sanctions that are coming into play and the fact that China's reopened its borders and now like China's open again. So people are going to be traveling again, which is going to raise the cost even more because uh, there's going to be more demand. And it it was an interesting read.
1: Well, more demand, but yet over the last two years, they've shut down wells after wells, after wells, after wells and pipelines and everything's been shut down. Yeah. So there's a shortage of supply.
2: And on top of that, they're going to be putting sanctions in in the EU of mm. no more crude or what is it no more crude oil? I think
3: something like that.
2: Yeah, it's all these various things brought together is mm. going to equal out into oil mm. tripling in in price over the next couple of years.
1: And they don't understand that what that's actually going to do, aside from make the cost of your gasoline higher, that's going to cost your food higher. Because think about how much fuel modern farming uses. To exactly. plant that harvest, manage that harvest, and harvest that harvest. Mm-hmm. And then get that harvest to market. Yeah, nobody, they don't think the whole process through.
2: The only people who are not going to have to spend exponential amounts are people who move to horses.
1: <laughs> I guess the Amish are going to be fine.
2: The Amish are always fine, man. They don't rely on any of this bullshit. Yeah. They, they were smart.
1: Yeah, yeah, they they saw the future and stayed there. Yep. All right, here we go. Here's five delicious recipes made with ingredients that last 100 years.
3: Cool. All right. Let's skip that. Rice and bean soup. Rice and beans can last you a very long time.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Especially if stored. Got a lot
2: of nutrients in it, too.
1: Pound for bound, they're extremely nutrient-dense and calorie-dense. Not just nutri, nutrient-dense, calorie-dense. Because you've got to think about, mm-hmm. you've got two things in your food. When you grow it and process it, save
3: it, store it, you've got two things. You need calories and you need nutrition. Herbs, lettuces, some
1: veggies like radishes and other things, they're, they're all very nutritious, but they are calorie-poor. Not very many calories in that stuff. Highly nutritiously dense, though. But rice and beans, they're
3: both nutrient-dent and calorie-dense. Smoked fish and dried potato cakes. Red wheat berry cereal.
1: And you want hard winter red wheat. Now, I have yet to find a source for hard winter red wheat yet. I know there's got to be a, uh, a, uh, feed, a feed store or a uh, giant... S- Uh, seed place where you can buy pounds of of red wheat supposedly to plant, but you can still grind it up and eat it. What is red wheat? It's what they plant in the ground and then what they harvest and then they grind up in the flour for you to eat. Wheat berries. Okay. Wheat berries. Red wheat is a type of wheat. Okay. There's several types of wheat. Red wheat is one of them. Ramen with jerky and eggs. Ramen lasts a pretty long time. And jerky, done right, lasts for years. And Mm -hmm. eggs, you can store eggs for several years. We've talked about that many times on the show. Pemmican and lentils. Pemmican, you make yourself some pemmican, man. Pemmican is good for years.
2: I thought it was pemmican.
1: Pemmican, pemmican. I don't know. Pick your pick. Pick your pick. That
2: sounds uh, pemmican sounds like
3: penicillin. (laughs) Eh, Pemmican. I've always called it pemmican. Some people call it pemmican. Anyway, you can make soup out of it. And cool. bullion
1: cubes, you know, you can buy store-bought cu- bullion cubes or you can do what I've been working on is how to make my own bullion and turn it into my own cubes. I have successfully freeze-dried bullion and both chicken and beef bullion now. Now what I want to do is I want to test. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through a test drive of dehydrating bullion because that may become a necessary nece- necessity for me one day. Mm -hmm. If I lose electricity, I won't be able to freeze dry stuff anymore and I'll have to dehydrate it. So I've got to run a test through on uh, dehydration of bullion. I have finally successfully learned how to properly make my bullion and to filter it all down and get all the grease, well, most of the grease out of it to where there's no longer a layer of grease in it. The grease that's left is minor
3: amounts. And I ended up with several jars of uh, grease this time from the uh, beef bullion I made. Is that the jelly you gave me? No, the jelly was the uh, was the bouillon. Okay.
1: Now, if you do your bouillon, if you do your beef bouillon or your chicken bouillon correctly, after you pull it in, put it into the fridge overnight, it's like jelly because it's got so much collagen in it. Hmm. And co- I, I still need to freeze it all and stick it in the freezer. If you're not going to eat it within the next couple three days, just stick the whole jar in the freezer.
2: Or put it into an ice cube tray, and or, then you have like
1: cubes of it. Yes, that's even better. Put it in ice cube tray. So if you can't, if you don't make the time to put it in ice cube trays, just stick the whole jar in the freezer because uh, mason jars can go from freezer to boiler. Cool. And everything in between. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, mason jars are the one jar that is good for everything. Nice. Um, but yeah. But it should be jelly because you've pulled so much collagen from the bones. And that collagen is something that is so important for your body. Collagen is very, very important for your skin, your eyes, your bones, your the nails. knees. Everything. Collagen is so needed for your body. And our modern diet is so starved of collagen to the point where they make millions of dollars a year selling people bags of collagen Mm -hmm. that they mix into water and drink it. I'm like, you know, there's got to be a better way than buying this artificial collagen. And that's when I researched and learned, oh, if I make my own beef beef bone broth or chicken bone broth, and if I boil it long enough, I will extract all the collagen from the bones. And then I can drink it or put it in my soups. I prefer it in my soups. I don't like drinking it plain.
2: And even better than that, uh, there's a whole bunch more nutrients that you get by making your own.
1: Oh, yeah. You get calcium. You get calcium that you need. You get, um, um, I can't remember the other vitamins. There's a crap load in there. Yeah. And then I've also, you know, I used it like tonight when I made rice. I use that stuff for making my rice. You know, I mix it into the water to make my rice or I make a, a soup. You know, that didn't
2: even occur to me to mix it in with your rice.
1: Yeah. It's you just mix it in with your rice. You it's like it's like using beef broth. It's beef broth. It's just jellied beef broth because it's got so much collagen and the rice will soak it all up and you eat it up that mm-hmm. way. Well,
2: whenever I make rice, like tonight I made uh the the beef uh the cream beef bowl that I like. I've mm. totally mixed up the recipe now. It's just a beef bowl recipe. Yeah. But uh I always put coconut milk in with the rice. Yeah. And then I put lots of turmeric and a bit of honey. It tastes so good. Well,
1: um, use a little less coconut milk and use some of that bone broth.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely going to do
1: that. You know, bone broth, I use it in everything. It's like if I, if I make uh, Mr. Noodles and I have some in the fridge that needs to get used, I use that as part of my water. You know, when I I make this, I use it anywhere that I'm going to be using water. Sometimes I'll use it when I use, when I make condensed soup. Sometimes I'll use that as the, as the extra water for the condensed soup. It's, you know, I, I, I try to add as much real nutrition as I can
3: to my food. You know, because. Definitely a good idea. Because, you know, I, I'm not against all of the you know,
1: canned and processed foods that you buy in the store, but I know they're not 100% healthy for me. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of healthy. Are real free-range eggs better? Yes. Yes, they are.
2: Real free-range? I don't understand.
1: Chickens that are not kept in a cage and fed purely a diet of Crumbles. That is the actual definition of free-range eggs. Chickens that can go outside, scratch in the dirt, eat the bugs, eat the so crap. that
2: would be like your chickens like, too, though.
1: Like my chickens that go outside, scratch in the dirt, they eat the stuff we throw down, they eat the dehydrated bugs we toss them, along with all the other leftovers I toss them from the kitchen. Not to mention trying and dig a hole to China. Yes, they're still working on their hole to China. Yes, they, they really <laughs> want to escape to China. Um. But yes, and this is a really good article that talks about it. Now, anyone who has had locally grown chicken eggs, you know, from their friends, neighbors, or a local farm or something. It's so much better. And compares them to the store-bought eggs, they will know, first, eggs actually have flavor. Yep. You, you forget that when you've been buying store-bought eggs for several years. You forget that proper eggs have actual flavor. The other thing you'll notice is when you fry a fresh egg, you'll notice that it's thicker yeah. than the ones you buy in the store. The ones you buy in the store, they tend to run all the way across the pan
3: sometimes. Yeah.
1: These ones here, they hold in place. You know, they hold in place, they're thicker, they're they're better for you. Well, this article here shows that. Proper free-range eggs have one-third less cholesterol. They have one-fourth less saturated fat. They have two-thirds more vitamin A. They have two times more omega-3 fatty acids. They have three times
3: more vitamin E. And they have seven times more beta-carotene than your store-bought eggs. Hmm. So the nutrition's higher, massively higher. They're also a lot more
1: filling. They're definitely a lot more filling. It's like I can eat, I can eat, I can eat two in the morning, and uh, I'm not hungry, as if I had eaten three
3: or four of the store-bought eggs. You know,
1: and so yeah, proper eggs. If you can get them locally, if you have the opportunity to have your own chickens, well, get your own chickens, but be prepared for some fun, enjoyment, and entertainment. And challenge is because chickens are fucking crazy and they do shit you did not expect them to do. You do. (laughs) On a regular basis, they do shit. It's (laughs) like, really? Really? I I gotta take care of this now? Fuck's with you, chickens.
2: Yeah, and don't so, let them get out. Yeah, don't. <laughs> you don't have to chase them everywhere.
1: Oh, God, yeah. I still can't believe that fucking a Stripe has escaped a couple of times. I still, I'm still grateful I managed to catch her before she really escaped under someplace <laughs> I couldn't get her when I had to chase her into the front yard.
2: <laughs> stripe actually likes being picked up and held now.
1: Oh, well, she's advancing.
2: Yeah, Ivy was holding her, and I got to pet her, and then she was done, so she just hopped on down.
1: Oh, well, I, so I guess she can only be picked up and held by certain people, though. <laughs> she won't come near me. <laughs> Maybe she's mad from the times I had to catch her and pitched her into places.
2: Probably. <laughs> they seem to hold grudges. Well, I didn't uh, think they
1: did, but I, they seem to. They seem to hold grudges, yes. <laughs> All right. Here's some interesting stuff. Seven weird things only preppers understand.
3: And these are really kind of true. All right. First thing, knowing how many resources your home actually consumes.
1: Knowing how much electricity you use, how much water you use, what your consumables are, how much toilet paper you use on a monthly basis, how much stuff you use in a day. You know, basically
3: understanding everything your house goes through and knowing what it costs you. Another item Every bag has a purpose. Very much so. What's that? Very
1: much so. Yeah. You've got your go bag. You've got your hiking bag. You've got your day pack. You've got your emergency bag. You've got your first aid kit bag. You've got, it, it goes on. The list goes on. You've got your hunting bag. You've got a bag for everything, man. Everything's in bag. You've got bags all over the place and you sort of get them organized <laughs> as best you can.
2: Yeah. Um, uh- I've gotten some funny looks because uh, my, my daughter's friend, when she came over, she asked why there's a blue backpack in the bathroom. I'm like, oh, well, that's our medical bag. <laughs> yeah. All the stuff that we would need if we had to get going.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Got to have all that stuff ready to go. You can never have enough five-gallon buckets. I concur.
3: Definitely. Never,
1: never enough five-gallon buckets. For your vehicle, when the tank gets down to half full, it's time to find a gas station. Yes. (laughs) I've learned this the hard way over the years, and it took me a while to finally get it. And I realized that if you keep your tank full, it's actually cheaper than letting yourself run to empty and filling it back up. It is. And it's less painful. And it doesn't feel, even if you're filling half a tank every few days, it feels less painful than if you have to fill it up from empty.
2: Yeah. Especially when you got a big tank like on a
1: truck. Yes, especially if you got a big tank. Power outages are practice <laughs> for the apocalypse. I like that. Because <laughs> yeah. they are kind of. You know, they're a practice they like if it, power goes out, you know it's going to come back on, but it's still a practice like, okay, do I have all the candles where I need to be? Is this ready? Is the heat, the, the alternate heat source? You, you, you sort of go through all your stuff and it's like, do I have everything? And you sort of get a, a little test run. Mm hmm. They have a manual tool for each power tool, which I pretty much do. I have manual tools for all my power tools.
2: Um, on, the, on the other hand, uh, for manual tool, you mm. also want that for your kitchen.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, it's not something I have really thought of, except the, the house I lived in in Langford, mm-hmm. uh, they had shitty ele- electrical. So every uh, electrical thing that I had in the kitchen would always die, yeah. viciously die. Yeah. So I started transferring over to the manual ones and I realized the manual ones are actually really useful because yes. we also had a lot of power outages there. Yeah. So it's definitely you want to think about that for your kitchen too. Get the get the manual ones yeah, for your they've, kitchen they've as got well nice, as for your They've for got your a nice garage. article
1: here, 25 powerless appliances for your homestead kitchen. Oh, cool. The importance of rotation. In other words, if you're stocking stuff up, don't forget to rotate shit out. Mm-hmm kind of hurts now because a lot of what I bought was like 40% cheaper than it is now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm working through my rotation now, but it's still
3: like, oh, I got to replace this. Really? I got to replace it today's price? That sucks. It does hurt. But, you know, it is what it is. All right. We've got, um, here you go. Here's another one for you. The
1: best long lasting protein sources in a crisis. And these are proteins. Your body needs protein. The human body absolutely needs proteins. Yeah. Here's some nice uh, sources your carbs, simple sugars. You know, you'll want to get those. You can get those from uh, white sugar, of course, but you'll want to uh, have pasta and other things for that because carbs are important. Fats, get your fats. And the important thing is people don't realize that you can store up fats like if you make your own beef broth you're going to get a crap load of grease from that beef Mm. broth when you make those bones you're going to get a lot of grease separate that grease from the broth and store it filter it clean it up and then store it in a canning jar in a canning jar properly sealed it's good for a couple of years that is like pure calories And pure protein and other stuff and fats that you need. Good fats, believe it or not. Those are good fats. Yeah. You know, beef tallow is good fats. Proper beef tallow.
2: It's great for cooking with.
1: Oh, it's really fantastic. That's what McDonald's used to fry their fries in. So they changed to their oil. Back in the
3: days when McDonald's fries were cooked in beef tallow, they were so bloody addictive. Mm -hmm. When they went to the The uh, vegetable oils, like, eh, they're no longer as good.
1: Proteins. Macronutrients, you need the proteins. The proteins can be beef, beans, legumes, all kinds of places for it. Here's your selecting your proteins. Make your own homemade jerky. Homemade jerky is the
3: easiest thing to make. And stored properly, it can be good for a year or two. Salted fish. I've never made salted fish. I'm going to have to try that
1: sometime. Canned meat.
2: Maybe we should go fishing this summer and see if we can make salted
1: fish from the fish we catch. I need to actually get back into fishing and start catching trout and then learn how to do it. Another fish there at the lake. Canned meat. Canning meat's not that hard. I've done it. It's actually cool. pretty easy to do. Um, you got to have a pressure canner, though, to properly can meats. Textured vegetable protein, yeah, not so me. I, I don't like soy. I'm not a soy boy. Beans, you store your beans properly, you're good for 25, 30 years. They may outlute, your stockpile could outlive you. <laughs> nuts, if you're fortunate enough to have nut trees or you just want to buy nuts, nuts are generally expensive. They have been for a long time.
2: You know, every year I buy like three or four bags of nuts for Christmas. Mm -hmm. I still have a few bags just kicking around.
1: (laughs) Well, they'll last for a long time. Yeah. Especially if they're in the shell. Cheese, learning how to make your own cheese, you know, and cheese is actually, there's lots of ways to store cheese long term, but you got to turn it into a hard cheese like
3: cheddar, which takes time to learn how to do it. Amarath, which is a grain. Meat products to avoid. And what are they
1: saying to avoid here? Deli meats. Well, deli meats, you know, they, you, deli meats are preserved meats. Once they're sliced, they don't last very long, but if they're left in their original chunk, like if you buy properly cured hams, mm-hmm. they'll last for a long time. Now, unfortunately, most of our modern cured meats that you buy need refrigeration.
2: If you go to local places that do their own smoking with a proper smokehouse, yeah. you, you, you will get properly smoked and cured meats.
1: And those ones can last you for up to a year. Properly smoked mm-hmm. and cured meats can last a long time. But the most of the modern stuff people buy it has to be
3: refrigerated to last.
2: Essentially, you got to look for the local places because the local places are using old practices because, mm-hmm. you know, it's affordable. Well,
1: <laughs> It's cheap to do it that way, but surprisingly, it's way better and healthier
3: for you. Well, it not really surprisingly, is. But just the way it is. All right. Here's some good health prep for you grow hot peppers for better health. I have been doing so much research in the last week on
1: peppers and pepper tinctures and what they offer for you. And.
3: There's some scientifically proven methods for hot peppers. They benefit the digestive tract. It's a
1: counterintuitive one for people.
3: I can't eat hot peppers. They cause upset stomach.
1: They give me heartburn. It's only when
2: you take too much for you to handle, though. If you take a small amount, it'll help you.
1: It'll actually build your tolerance and prevent you from getting heartburn. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And the exit isn't so bad once you get used to it.
2: Once your body gets used to it, it's no longer painful. (laughs) That's right.
1: So hot peppers provide antioxidants and other chemicals to aid digestive issues such as healing and upset stomach, reduced intestinal gas, curing diarrhea, acting as a natural remedy for cramps. It reduces the acidity in the digestive tract that causes ulcers. It also helps produce saliva and stimulates gastric juices, aiding digestion.
2: Hey, I wonder if it would help with, with uh, monthly
1: cramps. It might. You'll have huh. to try. It also aids the circulatory system, prevents heart disease by lowering blood serum, level, serum cholesterol, reduces lipid deposits, reduces excessive blood clotting, also dilates blood vessels, and aids in blood flow. And as an aside on this one, it turns out that if a man has erectile di- dysfunction, it improves that problem too. Cool mitigates migraines, and I can attest in a personal testament on this one, it's not a migraine, but it actually helps remove a headache that is starting. I had a minor headache starting the other day, and I took my hot pepper tincture, which is available at the Rogue's Tavern. It's a really extreme hot tincture made from uh, Carolina Reapers and scorpion peppers.
2: Well, you're going to be making a less extreme hot one for people
1: like me, right? Yes, yes, I'm working on that. That's, that's next on the list. Um, put a drop in there, and within minutes, the headache was gone. Granted, my tongue was burning, but the headache was <laughs> gone. So it's that phenomenon that happens in your body that your brain cannot focus on more than one pain center. And the interesting thing about the pain from peppers is it's pain, but it's not real pain. Mm-hmm. It's not damaging pain. It's an illusion to your sensors that pain is occurring. And, but your brain doesn't know the difference. It can, they can be u- re, uh, used for joint pain. I'm working on making a solve that can be rubbed on joints to help eliminate joint pain. It improves metabolism. I've known this one for years. It makes your metabolism higher, thereby helping you burn off excess body fat. It helps quell psoriasis. I have yet to test this one. This is one I'm going to be testing on, uh, on some people I know with psoriasis. Cool. Oh. And um, it reduces cancer risk. It is known to reduce or kill prostate cancer cells. This has been tested in a lab. That's cool. So if a man has a fear of it and he
3: starts to use this, it actually goes in and kills prostate cancer cells. And consumption of large quantities of peppers is effective against breast,
1: pancreatic, and bladder cancers. That's eight large habaneros a week. That's really not that much. That's a lot. No, eight habaneros. <laughs> That's it's nothing. a lot
2: for people like me to think about.
1: That's nothing compared to the peppers I eat. It fights the flus, colds, and fungal infections.
3: Hmm. Prevents bad breath and prevents allergies. That I don't
2: fully believe.
1: Well, we'll have to get you to try it and test it out since you seem to suffer from more
3: allergies than anybody I know. (laughs) If If it helps with your allergies. Then I'll believe it. Then you'll believe it. I used to eat as
2: much spicy stuff as you, though, and it never helped with my allergies. Oh,
1: you've got got to hit the hot levels, okay? One thing I have learned from this is you have to get to habanero level or higher in heat. It happens Mm -hmm. with the higher heat peppers because there's more capsium in the peppers. It's all about the capsium. It's all about the amount of capsium that you're ingesting. It's not about the pepper. It's about the capsium. All the lower peppers, even even jalapenos, the red chilies, the flakes that you buy, those are low-level capsium. Those are low-level capsium. You got to get... Habanero is the lowest of the hot hot peppers. It's habanero. Habanero is in the lowest of the hot peppers. I'm trying to think. There's a few other peppers like... um, What's that? Um, I can't remember them. There's a few peppers that are the same level as habaneros, but it's, it's habanero level or higher is what I'm, what I'm discovering. You need to have it. And here's the references. They give the references in these articles that lead to all the places for references on them. That is cool. So. And another article on grow and eat more hot peppers and hot peppers are not actually that hard to grow. Here's the vitamins and minerals in them. Vitamin C, Vitamin B six and a full scale of vitamin B uh, vitamin of uh, B vitamins. B six is a big one. K one. It's essential for blood clotting, healthy bones, and kidneys. Potassium, copper, which is really seriously lacking in the Western diet. Copper, essential tr- trace element for bones and uh, neurons, healthy neurons.
3: That means your brain cells, folks. Your neurons. Vitamin A, which it
1: converts into vitamin A. Well, it's high in beta carotene, which your body converts into vitamin A.
2: You know, when you mentioned copper, I just remembered when my younger one was a toddler and got a penny stuck to the roof of her mouth because she was sucking on a penny.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That when we took her in to get the penny removed because we couldn't get it off ourselves, mm-hmm. the doctor couldn't help laughing because <laughs> he'd never experienced it before. <laughs> he'd never had to get a penny off of the roof of a
1: kid's mouth eh, Well, you know. <laughs> and to carry that on, we have a nice article here on making hot, pimper, hot pepper tinctures. It's a tutorial on how to make your own hot
3: pepper tincture. And then to cool. give you some benefits of it. It's not really that hard to make them. Just need some
1: cayenne pepper, some hot peppers that you've grown, that you've dried up and ground up in the powder some vodka and a mason jar and you throw it all together now the thing is uh, this is something that a lot of people don't talk about in their hot pepper tincture you know this one here they're talking about a pure hot pepper tincture there's nothing to it so it's not going to taste very good because they got the jar vodka and the cayenne powder you also add to that tincture like the one i've made contains garlic Um, a little bit of turmeric, um, some ginger powder, salt, pepper, a few other things into it because you want flavor in there because you're going to eat this stuff and you should really truly enjoy everything that you put in your mouth. You know, all the foods you eat, you should enjoy their flavors. So when you're making tinctures and other things that you're going to make, think about the end flavor it's going to be. So you want to expand them out. I thought it'd be good to have a nice, simple recipe for people to go
3: from. Definitely. Here's another one. Pepper juice, an immune-boosting miracle tincture.
1: Five ingredients. These ones here are better. They've got garlic, onions, ginger, habanero peppers, and horseradish. I'm going to be making... um Oh, God, that name just slipped out of my head again fire cider i am making fire <laughs> cider which is horseradish garlic and peppers and all kinds of other great stuff in it so how to make your pepper tincture and uh, all this
3: other good stuff so there's some really good recipes in here for folks to work with to get them started a couple other great tips here well this is a tip this is not food Oh, this is that video I was played. Okay, this is just that video of what? Food
1: is not, all those beautiful pictures you see of food, it's not food. It's
2: not food. It's I not mean, food. legally, yes, they have to take the food that is created by the company and they have to use that food, but the way around it is they can do whatever the hell they want to it.
1: Yeah, which is <laughs> this right here. Like we can scroll through this video they mix glue with it and turn it into, all of a sudden it looks like gluey or creamy cheese coming off there. Mm. You know, they get glue for consistency of this stuff. They add soy sauce, they add soap, you know, so these really creamy copies, that's actually soap foam on top of the coffee. Yep. <laughs> it's like, this is just great. You know, they get a strawberry, they paint it red with lipstick. <laughs> you know, it's like, this is just, this is downright insane what they do to this shit. You know, you know, and so we got mashed potatoes and food covering and it's used for chocolate ice cream. Yep. And then they use glue on top to make it look like chocolate syrup. Mm -hmm. So it's not food, folks. That stuff you see in those pictures, that's not food. Food, (laughs) unfortunately, it's really hard to make the food you make look good. If you look at the photos of all the recipes on the Rogue's Tavern, that's actual food.
2: Yeah, and, and I, you can
1: tell the difference. And I've made it look pretty. But it is Yeah, food. but the thing
2: is, is that you take the picture right away.
1: I take the picture right away before, I, before, before it uh, starts to settle. I take it as soon as I've served it or whatever.
3: Yes. Yeah. All right.
1: Here's an article, something you need to do. Clean out your medicine cabinet from time to time. They've got a list of things here that you uh, need to pull from your medic- medicine cabinet: unidentifiable or unknown medicines. You need to just yank them out of there. Nope.
2: Yeah, I think about every couple, like every couple three months, is a good mm. amount of time to mm. really just go through your medicine cabinet, go through your mm. medicine bag, set it all up again because it always gets disorganized too, right? Uh,
1: as you use it, it gets disorganized. Yeah. So every two to three months is a good time. Yeah. Um, look for um. Old cosmetics, get rid of them. Discolored products, once they've discolored, they've definitely lost their potency. Yeah. Acne products, yeah, you really don't need those. There's better ways of dealing with acne, and I'm working on that one too because I've got a teenage boy who's starting to suffer from acne, and I want him to uh, have natural remedies to deal with this. And there are a shitload of natural remedies to properly deal with it.
2: Toothpaste is a good one. What's it? Toothpaste is a good way to get rid of acne. Oh,
1: cool. I would know that. Um, Expired sunscreen, I recommend you just turf sunscreen entirely. I have a theory that the reason we have an increase in skin cancers is because of the increase in sunscreens. That's my personal theory, and I'm sticking to it.
2: Well, you're not allowed to wear sunscreen at the popular beaches anymore because it's killing all the fish. If it's killing the fish, what do you think is happening to your skin?
1: Really? Yeah. They ban it because it's killing the fish, but they still recommend people use it. It's like, okay. yes. So if it kills fish... What's it doing to me? Nobody. It's
2: creating like all these weird diseases in all of the the coral reefs and the fish yeah. and everything. So, but they, and it's killing them all off.
1: But they don't think about what it's doing to them. And they no, of course not. It. It's like, oh fuck, people are stupid. I I have a personal theory because the rise in sunscreen correlates to the rise in the amount of uses of sunscreen and these increased yeah. amounts of sunscreen SPFs and everything.
2: Yeah, I mean. If you don't want to get a sunburn, cover your skin and wear a hat.
1: Yeah, well, get rid of old rubbing alcohol and hydrogen peroxide. I have never noticed a loss in the
2: Oh, potency.
1: Potency of them.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: I can see it, but I can't see it in rubbing alcohol because it's alcohol, man.
2: Rubbing alcohol just vanishes when it loses its potency. When it, <laughs> it loses its
1: potency, it fucking evaporates, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it happening, but I've just not, maybe I haven't had it long enough to have that problem.
2: Peroxide, it does lose its potency, but once it's lost its potency, you can actually use it for things like creating mouthwash. Yeah. Old petroleum jelly? Yeah, yeah, you might want to mm. double check that.
1: Well, you know what you could gross. you know what you could do with it? Don't just toss it out. Take it and put it in the cotton balls and use it for fire starter because it's still going to burn. Hey, perfect. I mean, why waste it? Yeah. Bandages and feminine hygiene products with damaged packaging? Well, I could see that.
2: That depends on how the packages were damaged. Yeah.
1: Anything that's damaged. Razors. Well, if your razor's rusted, get rid of it because you don't want yeah. rust. But if it's not rusted, yeah. dead batteries. Why are you keeping your batteries in your medicine cabinet?
2: Uh, well, if you are in a rush and you switch out the batteries and then you have to test all your batteries to figure out which ones are mm-hmm. dead. I mean, I never
1: do that. And non-functional, med- non-functional medical devices. Yeah, if it's non-functional, <laughs> you need to
3: I think it. I like the way you first said it.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we got another one here. Natural or other sources of antibiotics. If you want to get some antibiotics into your
3: first aid kit, you can go buy fish antibiotics Huh? at the fish store. Cool. They're the exact same antibiotic. They're just... But over the counter. They're just over the counter,
1: and you have to do some math to figure out how much to use. So don't skimp on the math, folks. Math is important in the world. (laughs) Yeah. So this is a very interesting article. talks about what to do, where to buy them, the similarities between the two, the effects. You know, they're not 100% across, but if you, in a shit-hits-the-fan scenario... Good to know. It's something that can be used. So always think where else. Because you got to remember, the stuff that we give humans, we give to animals. We just give it different labels. And we force humans to get a prescription. But if you're getting it for your animals, oh, you're sure, buy it all up. (laughs) It's like, oh, but the rest of the humans will never figure out that it's the same stuff. Which is actually true, because most of the humans never figure this shit out.
2: It never even occurred to me. I mean, I knew about cat, dog, and horse medication. Yeah. Never thought about fish. Fish
1: too. You know. go, to, go to an aquarium store.
2: I didn't even know there was medication for fish.
1: Oh, I did. <laughs> I, I just completely forgot about it. 11 unexpected ways. I used to be into tropical fish. I, used to, ah, I, I okay. used to grow and raise tropical fish back when you were about three years old, all the way up until the house got tear gassed, and then I lost interest when I lost all my <laughs> tropical fish. All right. 11 unexpected ways to earn money in the next depression. This is something folks need to do. You need to understand there are ways you can make money. And if you're not doing these now, you better get started on them because I got a bad feeling we are headed for a depression.
2: Me too. All the signs are there.
1: Making meals for people. Using your survival skills to make money. Oh, well, make and sell masks. That may or may not stick around. Auto repair, which is one good for me because I'm a Red Seal mechanic. I will always have money. Repairing broken appliances and electronics. People are going deci- to suddenly decide, discover the urge to fix things again. <laughs> being a contractor or freelancer, I already do that. Starting a YouTube channel. I don't see that as being viable <laughs> myself, but okay.
2: Well, actually, what he's saying here is if you start a channel teaching what you know. Oh, well, that could Then, work.
1: yeah. Yeah, that could work. But then you'll have to make sure that people have to pay for the really good stuff. Yeah. Childcare, babysit pets for those who are hospitalized, selling electricity. This is for those of you preppers out there that have your own power generation. And they're not talking about selling people enough power to run their fridge or their freezer or whatever. They're talking about selling power to those that want to charge their cell phone batteries. Or some other battery that they've got that needs to charge. You've got power; they need power. You can sell them it. I'll charge that battery for you for twenty bucks. That works, you know. So anyway, some of them are useful; some of them not so much. I thought it was interesting. Here's another interesting one: security mistakes you might be making on your property. This is just an article to go through and look over your property. Yeah, I thought this was
2: kind of interesting. Like some of these are kind of not really all that useful in the sense of always coming into your house from a different direction Mm -hmm. i mean that's great if you live in a place like where i live out in the middle of nowhere but if you live in an apartment building
1: yeah it's hard well you've really only got a couple ways in the house yeah this is more or less talking about people that have a homestead yeah and or a home in a neighborhood or something and uh, learning how to manage and maintain security all right we got a couple more here and then we'll start to wrap this up. Chickens are absolutely crazy. We've mentioned the crazy chickens a couple of times. And
2: they really are so crazy and entertaining.
1: Chickens are a lot smarter than a lot of humans. Which is kind of sad. <laughs> Here's a test on chickens. Chickens love meat, for those that don't know it. Chickens, if they could, they look you up and over. They're little they're actually little baby velociraptors.
2: They are. Apparently, according to our our scientists, uh, velociraptors morphed into chickens. Yes.
1: (laughs) Poor velociraptors. They (laughs) they got down.
2: They lost lost their arms.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They lost their arms and they got downgraded massively. (laughs) But chickens, if you throw a full bone to chickens with meat on it, they'll strip it clean in a matter of minutes. Cool. It's really quite interesting. They just, they just strip it all, man. They love meat. Here was a test done giving chickens two plates, one with Beyond Meat burgers and one with real burgers. <laughs> Notice the chicken jumped over the Beyond Meat burger and pretty much came close to shitting on the Beyond Meat burgers. And yeah. they just attacked the meat burgers. <laughs> thereby showing you that chickens know the difference between real food and shit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I just thought this was funny as hell. And I went, yep, that pretty much sums it up. Chickens are way smarter than fucking humans. They go for the real stuff every time. You try to give them fake stuff, they won't touch it at all.
2: I like this person's comment. That proves nothing. There is nothing wrong with eating whole food plant-based.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they didn't bother reading the ingredients in it. And because this led me to, what is Beyond Meat
3: made from? They're made from vegetables and cellulose. Oh, it's worse than that. Here's the ingredients. Water.
1: So it's mostly water. Okay. Pea protein Okay, I can live with pea protein, but we got expeller-pressed canola oil, also known as rapeseed oil. Mm-hmm. Very fucking unhealthy. It is yeah. the most unhealthy oil you can eat.
2: Yeah, a lot of my acne went away when we stopped using um, canola.
1: Oh, yeah. Canola oil is horrible stuff. Refined coconut oil. Now, mm-hmm. coconut oil naturally- really good is good for you but refined it stripped out everything that's important. Oh really? Once you refine it?
2: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, once it's refined, it's like you buy coconut oil, pure virgin coconut oil or the good stuff, which is what I always buy. It's just pure oil, coconut oil. It's the same it's the stuff you scrape off the top of a can of uh, coconut milk. That's coconut I
2: oil. actually I actually uh I do a test with my coconut oil? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. How warm is it in the house? Put the co- put the container of coconut oil up. Yeah, it, and if it goes clear, it's really warm.
1: If it goes clear, it's it's uh twenty two de- it's twenty-one to twenty two degrees, it goes clear. It goes below twenty degrees, the coconut oil is silly.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a great thermometer. <laughs> it's a good thermometer.
1: <laughs> now they've got rice protein. Not rice, but the protein from rice. Which rice means, has protein? Yes, not much. Oh, I thought it was just pure carbs. No, it's got some protein. That's why we talked okay. about it earlier. Rice and beans is protein. Supplement.
2: I figured it was just the beans that was the protein. No,
1: rice has got protein, not much. Okay. Beans got more, but rice has a little bit of protein. Then it's got. So nat- why take
2: the protein from rice when you could take it from beans?
1: Don't ask. But why <laughs> the fact that they stripped the protein out of the rice means they stripped out other good things that the rice provided.
3: Yeah,
2: because Na- there's some pretty good stuff for you in rice.
1: Natural flavors, which can mean anything.
2: That always scares me when they just put natural flavors like. Uh,
1: chlorine is natural. Yeah. So what natural flavors are they putting in their chlorine? It, it could be anything. That, <laughs> that that is something they do not have to disclose and they never do. Then they've got dried yeast. Then they've got cocoa butter. Then cocoa they've butter. got yeah, then they've got methylcellulose.
2: Isn't that the fancy word for uh sawdust?
1: No. It's no? The, it's the fancy word for something that gives you the shits. Oh. Okay. It, is, it is a, not a diuretic. Um, it is a um, laxative. It's a natural laxative, or a, not even natural laxative. It is an artificial laxative. I wouldn't look that one up because I like, what the fuck is that? It's a laxative. So when you're eating these things, they got something in there that causes you to shit them out quick.
2: Actually, uh, they probably put that in there for the same reason that McDonald's has anti-nauseant in all mm-hmm. of their ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if McDonald's didn't have anti-nauseant in their ingredients, you would puke it up. Yeah. So for this, they probably have the diuretic in there so that you don't mm-hmm. get clogged up. Yep, pretty much.
1: <laughs> and, le- and you would get clogged up judging by this ingredient list. Yeah. And less than 1% of, of potato starch, salt, potassium chloride, Beet juice, potassium chloride, potassium chloride, potassium chloride. Oh God. Potassium
3: chloride. I know what it is, but I can't think of what it is. Hang on. Sounds like a cleaning chemical. But this is all
2: the less than 1% stuff. So like some of the actually good for you things are less than 1%.
1: Doesn't matter. 1% is 1%. It's still there. (laughs) Potassium chloride is a metal halide salt composed of potassium and chlorine. It's odorless and has a white or colorless, vitreous crystal appearance. The solid dissolves readily in water and solutions have a salt-like taste. Okay. So it's salt. It's a bit of a salt. Just, it's potassium and chlorine put together, though. It just sounds wrong.
2: It does. Like I said, chlorine is all natural.
1: And then they put beet juice color into it. They put some apple extract, some pomegranate concentrate, some sunflower lecithin, which is what holds it all together, vinegar, lemon juice concentrate, vitamins and minerals. Because it wasn't healthy, they have to add these vitamins and minerals to it. The 1% is the healthy part. Yes. (laughs) Semi-healthy. It
2: is 1% healthy for you.
1: (laughs) Zinc sulfate, niacinamide, vitamin B3, frirodoxamine, hydrochloride, which is vitamin B6, cyanocobalamin, vitamin B12, and calcium penethylate. So, this is
3: what's in this fucking Beyond Meat crap. So,
2: that does not sound like it's good for you.
3: No, no, it does
1: not sound like it's good for you.
2: And what is a burger usually made of? Uh, cow. cow, ground up.
1: Cow, ground up, ground up cow. <laughs> Depending on the cow, it may be extremely healthy beef or it may be marginally healthy beef. Most of the meat you buy in a grocery store is healthy but marginally healthy. It's not the best, but it's not completely bad for you.
2: I bought store ground beef to make the meal tonight, and the meat is like tasteless compared. To, I I bought the extra lean, and still it had way more grease in than I'm than I've gotten used to buying from a farm. Yeah,
1: well, that's what happens because they grind more grease into it because that's what expands mm-hmm. it out for them. Plus, there was probably more
3: water too than what you buy from a farm. Yeah they, oh yeah, they inject the they inject the meat with water. All right. Yeah. All right, we do have to do this one here because there's two here from the government knows best
1: because the Canadian government knows best child euthanasia is the thing.
3: Wait, what? What? Child euthanasia without parent approval pushed for Canada. Okay. I was all for the euthanasia thing
2: when it was people who were chronically ill or near the end of their life anyways. I was all for it. Yeah. When the hell did it become a child euthanasia thing?
1: Oh, well, it shortly after it became uh, a recommended thing for vets suffering from PTSD and now uh, something that uh, people suffering from depression, they're starting to recommend the euthanasia. It's called MAID. Okay the, then. The, the program is called MADE. I can, a medically assisted dying in a Medically assisted dying or MAID as what it's called. So now, In a
2: pediatric hospital. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Yeah. So.
3: so you know,
1: now that they legalized euthanasia in Canada, they're just pushing it
3: all over the place now. It's like, oh, let's kill off all these useless eaters.
2: Oh, well, I guess not enough people got the vaccine died out. Now they got to push
3: it elsewhere. Yep. Got to push the My goodness! I just thought this was a really
1: good one. The government knows best for you. Listen to the government. They know yeah. what's right.
3: Kill yourself cleanly so we don't have to deal with the paperwork. Yeah, that's right. Sooner the better. Save time. And one final thing before we go into the... Oh, God.
1: We can't do... We, I need to do those two. I need to do the next two too. All right, we got to do this one, and we got two, two, two more. Uh, we, we just got way too much. I had too much stuff. I don't want to carry it over for another week. Here is our prime idiot, so obsessed with photo ops, he does photo ops. He doesn't even comprehend the hypocrisy. That he's demonstrating for civil and human rights for Iran while he invoked the emergency act against Canadian citizens. Wow. He's like, let's
3: save the civil rights, the civil and human rights in Iran. But yet, let's not give our Canadian citizens the same thing. All right. He is a special one. Oh, fuck. I really,
1: we've got, what, another year before an election is mandatory?
2: Yeah, but you know that he's not going to get voted out. He's got control.
1: No, that's the problem. They've already proven
3: in the states that they have the elections uh, under control. Yeah, it would have to be such a massive flood across Canada, but it's not going to happen. We're going to be stuck with this motherfucker,
1: cocksucker forever.
2: Yeah, probably. Until there's an actual revolution, which will happen when everyone gets hungry.
1: When they get hungry enough, a revolution will happen when they can't feed their family. People will do crazy shit when they can't feed their kids.
3: All right. We've got these ones here. A carbon tax lockdown on spending is coming. This is an actual thing that's happening. Yay.
1: It's a new credit card, CO2 monitoring credit card that tells, you know, it's a World Economic Forum, and I can't remember the company that's offering it. There's a company in the States that's offering this credit card to people now. Let's just listen.
5: MasterCard and the United Nations are joining forces to monitor the carbon effect of your credit card purchases, and then you'll hit your carbon max. And it'll stop working. Hey, of course, it's voluntary for now. The new credit card is called Doconomy. And on the back of the card, it's going to say, I am taking responsibility for every transaction I make to help protect the planet. This is a social credit score, and it's a proof of concept. The Doconomy CO2 credit card website claims it is the largest initiative ever taken. By a bank in educating its users on the impact of consumption. They say themselves they want to set a global standard for carbon calculations. That's the key. Once they have their numbers in place, then they can give every single purchase you make a score and punish you directly. This is what China does. And of course, this will only be enforced on you and me
3: and any businesses that don't go along with their scheme. And banks are going to enforce it. There you go. Wow. That's what's coming. That's what's coming, folks. Get your cash and gold and silver stacked. And one last thing. Did Alex Jones really know? In 2002. This is...
1: out. God, he was so young. He looks like a baby. He does look like a baby in this, doesn't he? <laughs> Holy crap.
3: All right. Let's hear what he has to say, because this is really entertaining.
9: Facts and common sense are in. Yes, there have been corrupt empires. Yes, they manipulate. Yes, there are secret societies. Yes, there have been oligarchies throughout history. And yes, today in 2002, there is a tyrannical organization calling itself the New World Order, pushing for worldwide government, a cashless society, open borders, total and complete tyranny, where human beings are absolutely worthless. There's six and a quarter plus billion of us and the globalists have said it many times. There's too many of us. We're causing a problem. Uh, we need to be cold at the tune of 80%. It's an amazing to talk about that, but it's the globalists, the UN, their own public statements and they've convinced a lot of liberals and elitist conservatives and others uh, that by going along with this that we're intelligent members of society. It's the ultimate Malthus world view. It is... Uh, This radical, virulent form uh, of social Darwinism. It's the excuse of tyrants. And by creating open borders where there's no national sovereignty and only global bodies that control all the resources... By centralizing and socializing health care, the state becomes God, basically, when it comes to your health. And then by releasing diseases and viruses and plagues upon us, we then basically get shoved into their system.
1: And to make an interesting point there, when he did this here, 6.2 million, as of today, we have 8 billion people in the planet. That is a lot. We crossed the 8 billion mark today. Wow.
2: But, you know, the pandemic is killing everyone off, so we yeah. should be, be getting less soon.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's it's that. And, but
1: he actually talked about some things that have occurred. What I did notice there is he's a lot calmer in this video than he is nowadays. <laughs>
2: Sorry, you cut out. I didn't hear I, that. I
1: said what I noticed is he's a lot calmer in this video than he, he, than is. he is nowadays. He, he, he screams a lot more louder now than he used to.
2: He's probably just reached the end of his rope, man. He's like, just listen to me.
1: That's pretty much it. Alright, let's get the TikToks out of the way and close this up. We've been going here right. for two and a half hours. We are way over time here today, but we had so much shit. Alright, TikTok in time. Let's clear some Tabs here, I've got way too many freaking tabs open. (laughs) Always end up with crap load of tabs on this.
2: You'll enjoy the the first one.
3: I know I do. All right, let's see what the first one is. Go away. The famous last words for D&D classes in 50 seconds. Oh, don't
1: worry, it's probably not going to explode. Brains! Hey, let me try some combat. I'm sure I can take it. I'm using my last healing spell on you. You better not do anything
9: stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's gonna get shillelied. It's okay. I can bunk multiple times. (laughs) Don't worry. I can fist multiple times.
8: I'm sorry. What did the monk just say? Don't make me bust out my secret weapon. as long as we don't roll a natural one we'll be fine
1: all right it looks like we're not in danger let's just take a short rest i'm the reason we died i should have cared when i cast
10: fireball into that room
1: the famous last (laughs) words for d that was cute
3: all right song that should probably be allowed to be released
2: yeah it's entertaining
3: okay Let's go.
10: So I showed this song to a publisher in Nashville, and he said the song was too mean and that everybody would side with the girl. And I said, but the girl cheated on me. Why would everybody side with the girl? And he said, statistically speaking, that's just the way it is. And he refused to pitch this song to anybody in the music industry. So I decided to record the song myself because I believe in it and I think he's wrong. If this video blows up, I could have my first number one. He'll never at me the way that you used to and when she kisses me it ain't like you used to do girl honestly it just ain't the way it was before So, I showed this song to a publisher in Nashville.
1: <laughs> that's actually a Firstly, good Firstly, I think it should be released. <laughs> that's actually a good tune. I want to hear. Oh, yeah. The, he's I, a great singer. I want to hear the rest of it, man. He's got a good <laughs> voice. He's got a good country voice. He does. Song made via suggestion from the internet. Uh,
2: Her voice is amazing.
1: One of those, is she? There's a, yeah. lot, there's a lot of people out there like that with those voices, mm-hmm. but just never could get out there. The internet has made it so they can be heard.
2: You yeah, made me about write a song. What? It's a song about puffins. All right. On
11: part one, give me a topic. Okay. Key signature. G. Cool. Time signature. Six, eight. Okay. And a genre. Folk. Okay. Why am I getting sea shanty vibes? Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale Of a bird that has my devotion Oh, they spend their days A-riding the waves of the North Atlantic Ocean These birds are distinguished gentlemen Like many toucans and tuxedos Call them clowns of the sea Or a sea parrot there me write a
2: song part one give me a
1: she's got an irish- her
2: voice is amazing the fact that there was a song about puffins that, didn't matter <laughs> that
1: was irrelevant to it she's got an irish scottish highland voice
2: yep she's got a beautiful
1: voice she's very beautiful yeah she probably produces some really great stuff
2: <laughs> great. i do love the fact that it's a song about but I listened to it twice because I really like her voice <laughs> it was
1: a voice I didn't even hear the song all I heard was the <laughs> voice and the tune that went with it I just thought that was fascinating it's like here you know, we got a title we got a rhythm we got blah 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 whatever musicians I don't understand and they're fucking strange to begin with and I've got two musicians in my in my kids. my two of my kids are musicians <laughs>
3: no wonder they're so warped yeah well All right, let's see here. Creepy song about Bax Mandates. It Uh, is a really
2: creepy song. Okay. So I'm
8: sorry to say that you won't ever be an
12: astronaut. No matter how
6: much you want it, if you choose not to do the training required for the job, it's not exactly rocket science to know. That if you don't tick the boxes, then you don't fly the rockets. When NASA doesn't give you keys to the space station, you wouldn't scream. just move along if i want to be a nurse teacher builder or anything and choose not to get a vaccine when it's mandatory that's not the career for me and i should move along we have the freedom to make the choices that we want but when we make them sometimes the consequences we can't work certain jobs and we should move along
9: oh dear god
6: so i'm
1: sorry
11: to say
9: yep
1: dear god
2: that's a creepy, creepy song. And I can't help but wonder how much longer are these going to be popping up, man?
1: Oh, they're going to be popping up for a while.
2: It was a creepy, creepy song. And also, did you notice the, the crossed arms thing? I've noticed that that's become the worldwide symbol of Novax. And that means that the person is back. Oh, okay. Interesting.
1: All right. So we've got uh, Chico with an amazing voice singing a lullabies. Same chick. It is. Yep. Oh, yeah. I've heard her voice oh, a few times. I just didn't see her in the other picture. Go to sleep. Oh, I've heard this one some before. This song is Oh, yeah.
2: It's beautiful. This
1: is fucking incredible.
11: Sleepy little baby. Go to sleepy little baby. Your mama's gone away and your daddy's gonna stay. Didn't leave nobody but the baby. Go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, little baby. Come and lay your bones on these alabaster stones and be my ever-loving
2: baby.
3: Uh, her
1: voice is just so fucking amazing. It's
2: amazing.
3: It's a voice that just
1: sends chills down your body.
2: Yeah, because she hits every note. It's, Perfectly.
1: It's not just every note. It's the notes. It's she's yeah. singing in that that zone. She that feels it.
2: She doesn't just sing it. That's what the difference is. Because there are people who just sing it like the guy before I'm, who made the creepy oh, song. Fuck, he that. was singing on tune, but he wasn't feeling what he
3: was singing. She yeah. feels it. Oh yeah, well that and she's also got that uniquely Highland Irish... A lilt? Lilt in
1: it. Yeah. It's a very unique lilt. It's a combination of Scottish and Highland... or, or Irish and Scottish Highland lilt. And Highlanders mm-hmm. have a very particular lilt in the women. The women have a very particular lilt in
3: the Scottish Highlanders. And hers is right there. And you can hear it from all through the ages. There's been
1: women like that through the ages that have managed to I don't be,
2: know, gain know. I don't know if you can tell, but uh, this list is from the older one.
1: Oh, is and this then from the older one? the
2: more quirky lists are from the younger one.
1: Oh,
3: okay. All right. Another amazing singing voice. Let's see what this one here is. The, the,
1: uh, the, the older one's into music right now.
3: Good to know. Oh, yeah. What if this
11: song? Could you find a way to let me down no sympathy, I hope you can show me Was from her perspective Could you understand you don't even know me Cause broken promises are all that you've shown me Well, I never wanted you to be lonely It's too late to earn the trust that you owe me You let me down, down, let me down, down, let
1: me down What if this song
3: Alright
2: Crappy song, but her voice <laughs> is beautiful
1: No I did not find it that way. No? The first part of it, before she started singing the second time, is the second part she didn't properly deal with. Uh,
2: Voice. But when she was in sing. her voice's zone,
1: beautiful. Yeah, yeah, The first part. Yeah. Second part, no, not so much.
3: <laughs> All right. Entertaining video by Undercover Gay. Okay. Our son has a medical condition. <laughs> It's a drug addiction, but the stigma around it me- yeah. Psst, Disclaimer. <laughs> well,
12: uh, well, good evening, ladies lasses, lazos and lazos. Welcome to the click you look and smell absolutely amazing today. And don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Today we're going to do something absolutely beautiful. We're going to look into r slash chaotic good. Is that the one? Yeah, it is! Chaotic good! So imagine if your favorite antihero was turned into a collection of disembodied memes and just thrown around the internet. That is basically what this is. Enjoy some chaotic good. Mwah. Okay, this is pretty funny. Texas passed a law requiring schools to display any donated, in God we trust, poster. They are breaking the law if someone donates a poster and they don't display it. So an activist is donating those posters, but in Arabic... (laughs) You should just do it in <laughs> Swedish and they will think it's some kind of hidden satanic message. Just a bunch of dots over the O's and stuff. That must mean it's very uh, horrible or oh, no. Reminds me of that post when someone thought a Norwegian uh, was uh, was a uh, white supremacist symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Cards Against Humanity is donating 100% of their profits to the natural network of abortion funds if the order comes from a state restricting abortion access. If someone selects I didn't agree to this, an additional $5 donation is added to their cards. So you don't want us using your money to pay for abortions? You know, sometimes people have values imposed to them by bigger, more powerful entities, and they are forced to do things they don't want to do, like carry an unwanted pregnancy. For example, we just added an extra $5 donation to National Network Abortion Funds to your (laughs) cart! The irony is just staggering. I like this. It's so in your face. I wonder if this actually changes anyone's mind, but even if it doesn't... All
3: right. That's
2: I don't care if, uh, that, that uh, it's for the abortion, but the way that they did that of, oh, you don't agree with this? Well, because you don't agree to it, now we're charging you an extra $5. I just thought it was a brilliant way for the corporation to go.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was a brilliant way for the corporation to fucking die. Anyone that sees it, it's like, yeah, well, fuck you. I don't want your cards against humanity anyway. Yeah. I just
2: kind of like the whole idea of you are paying the money and they're using the money for their choice. Mm-hmm. So you... Are you once the money's left your pocket, it belongs to them and oh, they yeah. have the option to use it elsewhere. But, but if they charge, they got so much flack for it.
1: But if they want to charge me five bucks more, I don't want their fucking, I don't want their shit. I don't care what they do with the money once I buy it. If I want their product, <laughs> then the hell do they want the money. It's their money.
2: Oh, no, it's only if you click the I don't agree to this, which is what, what they I, use the which, money for, which is what
1: I would do. <laughs> I would click I don't agree with it. And if they charge me five bucks more, I say, oh, well, you don't get the sale anyway. So fuck you, you don't get my money. You're not going to stick me, You're not going to stick me with more money because I don't agree with what you do. I, I don't care what you do. I don't have to agree with it. But <laughs> fuck you. I do find I still think I, it's entertaining. I do find his his take on chaotic good very entertaining because <laughs> to me the most creative and entertaining characters in the world are chaotic neutral.
2: Chaotic neutral are the most entertaining ones
1: because they're chaotic, hard to play. Chaotic, well, that's that's what I've always played. I've always been a chaotic neutral character because you never know what a chaotic neutral character is going to fuck. Chaotic good, you can sort of predict them. You know, neutral evil because you got you got chaotic and you got neutral and you got evil. Mm-hmm. Or you got chaotic, you got chaotic neutral and evil. No, no, I'm trying to remember. The I fucking I <laughs> fucking lost track of it because you got chaotic neutral. Chaotic evil, and chaotic good, and then you've got, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, you've got good evil, good evil, and good neutral, and evil, and
3: then you got chaotic, and what's the other one? A chaotic. Come on, come on. You're big in the D and D right now. We're more and more so than me.
2: Yeah, moment. but we're not playing with them. I'm trying to remember because it's been a long time since I've actually looked at all the alignments because oh. we aren't using character alignments uh, in our game.
1: Oh, character alignments are extremely important.
2: They are and they aren't um, because uh, most of the party is so new. We're not bothering with that. But there's good, neutral, and evil. Then there's chaotic good, neutral, evil, and then there. Yeah, I think that's it. It's Just good, good, neutral, evil, and then chaotic good, neutral, evil.
1: Yeah, well, I'm looking it up here because we got to do this. Okay, you got lawful.
2: Lawful. That's the other
1: one. Lawful, neutral, and evil. And then you've got cha- chaotic, neutral,
3: and good. Okay, there's chaotic.
1: Thank
3: you. What's that?
2: Isn't there a chaotic evil too?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: chaotic. evil. Okay. Chaotic evil. Okay. Chaotic. Chaotic is the most crazy of the characters. Period. Because chaotic, it's like cha- it's chaos. You never know what they're going to do entirely. But see, chaotic evil is always going to be evil. It's just going to be chaos evil. Evil. Chaotic good. Is always going to be good, but it's going to be chaos good, like what he's showing here, and but, that's, that's some very good. What, what what have, but chaotic neutral. The problem with neutral is you never know if neutrals going to be good or evil,
3: because well, neutral the, the, means the ca- I don't care.
2: Adding chaos, chaotic in, actually, like, if you're a chaotic good character, you may end up wiping out 90% of, of your party because it, it was the greater good. That's right. So chaotic good is actually the most crazy one because it no. all depends on that character's uh, belief system as to what's good.
1: <laughs> no, well, there's yes and no, but it, there there are, there are rules behind it. Yeah. But the thing is, is chaotic chaotic neutral is the most crazy of them all. Because chaotic good, you can, pre- you can predict within a reason of what they're going to do. Chaotic evil, you can predict what they're going to do. Why?
2: But chaotic Cha- neutral, not at all. You it's awesome. You
1: can't predict them motherfuckers at all because they might have a feeling for doing good or they might have a feeling for doing evil or they might like, mm, I just don't care. Because neutral means you can be either good or evil yeah or somewhere in between and if all depends on how you're feeling that day all depends on how you're feeling that moment not just that day at that moment at that moment (laughs) which is why (laughs) i always played chaotic neutral characters because it just nobody knew what to fucking expect (laughs) and i have killed off several part several members of my party one time because i just like you know that seems like a good idea at the time (laughs) <laughs> and it turned out it wasn't such a good idea to open up that strange coffin
3: at the bottom of a uh, strange shaft and shit blew up. So, at any rate, all right.
2: <clears throat> it's an entertaining video for those who, who listen to us.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, it is. All right. One last one to wrap this thing up
3: tonight. I mean, a it's big- a unique comic. I can see that now. <laughs> Who are you
6: talking to, Anitha woman? You're cheating, aren't you? No, I'm deleting all your female friends. Omg, did you see that guy get slapped? Ha ha ha! He probably deserved it. Hey, don't ignore the sings. Are you okay? Do you need a safe place to go? Abuses are about regardless of gender. Having a baby is a huge, life-changing decision, and not everyone wants. To be a parent, regardless of the reason, people deserve the right to control their own body. Let's keep reproductive health care legal, accessible and safe for all. Who are you talking
1: All right, that was absolutely fucking bizarre and I couldn't even follow it while reading it.
2: I know, it's so bizarre. And like the, the main the main speaker thing seems to be this pink blob that looks I, I don't know what it is. At it first was, I thought it was a fish. Yeah. Then I thought maybe it was supposed to be a pig. And you know what, honestly, not seeing it again, I think it's just some kind of blob monster.
1: It was it was <laughs> robot red and the robot couldn't even read it in order and it was <laughs> totally fucked up. And it was covering some of the problems in the world today, which is the abuse of men. Like I do agree, abuse is abuse, and the fact that uh, women have the only choice in uh, in post uh, in post uh, coitus uh, uh, options. Yeah, post coitus options. Men have no options whatsoever zero options it's either the woman decides to have the baby and the man pays for his rest of his life even though he didn't want the child he can't even sign away his rights and say i'm not going to be a father go away it's like he's forced into permanent slavery in that aspect or not permanent but at least 18 years of slavery Mm -hmm. um he has no choice in the option but the woman she can decide to either have the child abort the child have the child and dump it on the doorstep of a firehouse or have the child and give it up for adoption. She has options. The man has no fucking options whatsoever. It's the most bullshit thing in the world these days. That is where feminism has gotten us. And we will call it that because I'm going to go on a fucking tirade rant here because I'm drunk enough. (laughs) All right, let's wrap it all up. Those were some. entertaining. Those were some entertaining ones. I want to hear this one more time, though, because this is so good.
11: Go to sleep, you little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Your mama's gone away and your daddy's gonna stay. Didn't leave nobody but the baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Come and lay your bones on these alabaster stones, and be my ever loving baby.
2: Oh, God, that's so good. She has a beautiful voice.
1: That's just so good, and you can see it in her face as she's singing. Mm-hmm. If you watch her face, it's just so good. It's so worth. It was so worth playing it one more last time. All right, let's play us on out of here with our own little tune. Thanks, everyone who showed up to uh, listen and uh, pay attention or follows the show at some later date and time. And remember, you can always donate to us over here on Odyssey. We do take money on Odyssey. That's all we got. It's an option. It is an option, man. We take Odyssey coin and we take cash. We'll look forward to the day when we have a big enough audience to uh, have it happen. Alright. These are the days
6: of thunder. We're gonna make time stand still. A quarter after midnight. And I'm watching the wall. Sometimes I feel so uptight. I just can't sleep at all. Every day doing the same old thing, we're losing time. The weekend comes, we gotta have.
1: Alrighty, folks. That's all we got for you now. Take care. Bye bye.
2: Take care. Oh my God, that is
3: amazing. Adios, mofo.